Greetings and welcome to the Uncensored Humanity Podcast. If you're new to the show, this is a long-form podcast where I sit down with guests and we just have a conversation. Now, these conversations are not scripted. They are raw and real. There's no editing. So wherever they go, they go. So hopefully you guys will enjoy the conversations as much as I know that I will. Today's episode is brought to you by nobody. Because let's be honest, nobody likes to hear ads. We all just put up with it because we think we have to. Well, you know what? I decided let's not do that for the time being and see how we get along. So let's get into what we all came here for, the actual episode. Okay, folks, today we have another episode of American Honesty, and we're really excited to invite Mr. Steve Shields onto the podcast, who is a financial specialist to talk about, obviously, all things finance. And I think it's a really important time to talk about it with everything that's going on with the economy being shut down, stocks being down, people not knowing what's happening, just everyone's freaking out. So it's going to be really interesting to have a great conversation with Steve. We kind of blew him out of the water a little bit in the beginning, <laughs> but then he started to kind of fend for his own uh, towards the end of the podcast and some really good information. So if you want to skip ahead right to Steve, I'd probably skip in like 20 minutes or so, uh, but if not... You know, listen to the rest of us ramble on and bullshit like we always do. Anyway, I'll stop blabbering. You guys get into the episode. This is what you guys all came here for. So sit back, strap in, and enjoy our conversation. Greetings and welcome back to another episode of the Uncensored Humanity Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Hess, and today we have a special segment that we like to call American Honesty. And as always, for these segments, we have our co-host, Mr. Andrew Hoffman. Sup, homies? And Jake Bible. Yo. And today we also have a special guest, Steve Shields. Steve, how you doing, sir? Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Uh, we all have a couple of drinks. We're all drinking whiskey. Uh, this should get interesting. Hopefully it doesn't get too sloppy. So cheers, gentlemen. Some of us has b- have been drinking whiskey. <laughs> cheers, cheers. I, I may have poured Andrew yeah, one when he got here good. and then poured him another one. But uh, either way, we're going to have a great time. So uh, start things off, Steve. Why don't you give a quick, like... Five minutes, kind of like synopsis, a little bit about who you are, where you're from, and all that kind of good jazz. Great. So I'm Steve Shields. I grew up in Seville, Ohio. So I've been there my entire life, other than a quick stint in the Marine Corps. Which is uh, Northeast Ohio, correct? Northeast Ohio, not too far from west of Akron, south of Cleveland. And Medina County is kind of my general premise of where I've spent most of my entire life. I was in the Marine Corps. I did undergrad at... Southern Illinois, and then came back and did grad school here at Ashland University. And did you go in as an officer then? I did not. I actually okay. went in as enlisted, and then. But you went in after your undergrad. Uh, no, I okay. had no college. I was not a college-bound student, if you will. Okay. <laughs> and the the Marine Corps gave me the discipline and the GI Bill that I needed to be able to start going to school. So nice. I, I had finished while on active duty all but one class of my undergrad, and that class is because while I was in Iraq, my science teacher, Mr. Shields, ironically, same last name, decided that wasn't a good enough reason to miss one of the biology (laughs) exams. So (laughs) had to make that one up, and then I used the GI Bill when I got out for my master's degree. Okay. So back home now in Medina County, I have owned several small businesses, and I'm mostly proud of the things that I do in the community. So I run a couple organizations. I'm involved in quite a few more. In fact, probably way too many. So I'm trying to thin that out. But it's kind Unfortunately, of that can 
drag you a little bit thin there. You have to like be able to focus on certain things to make them kind of run. So I've been finding that because you want to do so many things, but you want to be great at them. But the more you do, spread out. Yes, you yeah. become ineffective and not giving your best. And so th- this year, that's I think Corona has brought that into my life. That man, I'm really spread too thin and not giving my best. But those organizations consist of things like veterans organizations, military services working with PTSD-type vets, Society for Handicapped Citizens, Toys for Tots is a big one that I love uh, here in Medina County, and then uh, I run a program called Mill Shields through Medina County supporting small businesses and veterans. And then in addition to that, I'm a, a financial advisor to keep food on the table for my family. So Always good to keep food on the table. <laughs> <laughs> it is. So my wife and I have five kids, so we are – Staying very active and busy with them. And I can only imagine. Luckily for us, Corona has given us a, a quick refresher on spending some some time together. So there's a lot of blessings that come with that. I, I, I've talked to a couple of people that are always running. They're always going like crazy. And the kids are in a million different events. And they've got work and this and that. And they're just run, 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 run. And, and they're actually kind of enjoying this where like they've shut everything down. So you can't really do anything. And like Some people are allowed to go to work. Some people aren't. You know, but the kids aren't allowed to go to school. They're supposed to be doing online schooling, which is horse shit. But it is what it is. It's better than nothing, I guess. But uh, but I talked to a friend of mine, and he loves it. They're having family dinners every night. The kids are home. They're spending lots of time together. They're playing games. They're just doing the th- stuff that they normally don't get a chance to do. So it can be a blessing in disguise depending on, you know, where you're situated. 100%. And this is truly we're one of those families that this is going – it's changing my perspective on a lot of different things and how we manage our family. So between my wife and I and the five kids who are involved in a lot of different sports, I mean, one of them alone goes an hour north almost every day just for wrestling after school and doesn't get back till nine or 10 every weekend. He's out of state wrestling. So that leaves one parent and four kids. We don't see each other through the week, through the weekends. We had more family dinners and family time in the last month than we have in the last five years. So it, it's a really good blessing to see what is important in your life and where are you spending your time. And that has caused me to reflect on where I'm spending my time too. And my line of work, it's a lot of networking and meeting people. So I spend a lot of evenings dropping kid off dance, run to the you know restaurant next door, try and meet four or five people and then pick them back up from dance. And now it's go home, play games, cook dinner. You know, I go home for lunch every day and do math homework with them. So I'm You're loving a brave it. soul with the new math. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I've not heard it's, good things about the new math. <laughs> no. Luckily, I'm picking up on the algebra step. So sixth grade and above, the ones under sixth grade, I, I can figure out the answers, but I cannot teach it. It's, <laughs> I know what the answer is, and I know how to get there, but right. your teacher's not going to like it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, can we just add like the one and you know take nine up? No, we got to have beads and you know Common Core math. That is. Beyond heard, me, it's I'm not special there yet. for sure. I've heard so many stories from parents about that. It's like they show they've taken pictures back when I was doing this really hardcore, and they would put them up on my Facebook or whatnot. It's like, huh? And everybody could see it then because they would post a picture of their kid's homework assignment. And you're going, how do you, how do you, you know, everyone's scratching their head. Yeah. Like, how the hell? I've never seen them in person other than the pictures, but I mean, it's. <laughs> okay, good luck, well, guys. Well, I know <laughs> me personally, I'm excited to hear the kind of financial ideas you're going to bring especially how it's going to affect the economy with the coronavirus and everything else so i'm really excited about that uh first of all thank you for your service great, thank you greatly appreciate that um glad you came home in one piece <laughs> and hopefully mostly sane as well because i know it's 
it's a huge burden on a lot of veterans, especially the psychological part of it. A lot of people don't like to talk about because uh, post-traumatic stress is real. And people freak out about that stuff. But thank you very much for your service. Well, you're absolutely right on that. Most people that we work with, physically, they come home. Yeah. You know, physically, they are intact. Uh, there are some who are not. But mentally, is generally where the real strain is, whether that's in their work life, personal life, relationships. You know, there's a, a lot of things that come with that. And generally, the type of people who are in the military, maybe more alpha male or female, if you will, and they don't like reaching out for help to begin with. Exactly. So it just compounds and snowballs into problems in their life. Yeah, it's, it's good to reach out to people if you need help, even if you don't think you need help. I mean, if, if, even if it's just a friend, going to a bar, having a couple of drinks, you want to talk to somebody is important. We talk about that all the time, and at least I know that I do. But I have, I have a bunch of good friends that I can lean on when things get tough, you know, and without them, you, just, you can't get through life. It's just kind of how that goes. Right. So just be okay with that. Uh, so, boyos, how are you guys doing? What's been going on? It's been a while since we've talked. The last time we talked, nobody could hear yeah. us anyway. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, that was disappointing because that was such – It was like, so fun. We had passion was, behind yeah, it. Yeah. Sure. Like, and yeah. I, I – you know, to be honest, like I couldn't even – I could only get through about 10 minutes of it. So I never even tried. It I was listened so to the whole it, you know, thing. Did you? I mean, I, I tried, I but I just couldn't – I just could not to the point where I couldn't hear – I just wasn't enjoying it, and I realized how freaking quiet I was yeah. in that, and I kept cranking it up. I'm sitting at work too at that time; I hadn't been laid off yet, so I was trying to listen to as much of it as I could. So I'm turning my volume up in my head every time. And like, well, it was bad. It you was know bad. What? It was my fault. Yeah, I take full responsibility. I think, though, I mean, <laughs> it, that was even. It doesn't seem that long ago, but I mean, so much has changed since then yeah. that what we did talk about then is. A lot, most of it is irrele- irrelevant right now. So, yeah. you know, I mean, uh, I'm sure we'll probably retouch on, on some of the some of the basic, you know, um, points that we were making. Of there, course. But... I mean, how, how can we not? I mean, these times, I mean, coronavirus is running everyone's lives. I right. mean, it's just a huge part of everything at yeah. the moment. So. But again, some new things are coming out of that. I mean, like he said, with the family regrouping or whatever, I've discovered some other things that – one is a, a option that's online where people just give away crap, especially right now, like Craigslist or whatever else. There's a free stuff section where they just set crap out on the side of the road or they've got it in their shed or whatever, and they're like, hey, uh, do you want this? And we're like, I can use that. Go get it. You know, all you got to pay for is your gas to go fetch yeah. it and load up the back <clears throat> of your truck. And Yeah, I bought a new grill a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I put my old ratty grill that was like <clears throat> half falling apart, half rusted out. I mean, it's, it just wasn't doing the job anymore. I kept burning things because the – the grates were kind of like half rusted away, so the fire's just going right up to it. Everything's flaring up. Put it out in the front yard, and it was gone in like two hours. Like, yep. Like, there it goes. Like, I mean, I'm we, surprised somebody actually took that. <laughs> we mentioned this last time, and that was basically how, you know, in some respects, this has kind of chilled everybody out because all the anxious people, if you think about it, like, you're anxious for what? For so, you're anticipating something, right? You're anticipating something terrible happening. Well, now it's ha- now here we are, you know. So now the anxious people now they're they're finally like, okay, now something has come to fruition that I yeah. here this invisible hypothetical whatever now has come to pass, and here we are in the middle of it, and yet here I am existing. So the anxious people right. have chilled out. Yeah, you know, it's like. Well, some, yeah. some are extreme well, still well, because course, they're always you know, extreme. We're, yeah. And of course, there's always be fucking yeah. nuts. So. Um, <laughs> But there, there has been so much. There has been some positive, and I've talked to it about about my, to, you know, to my employees about it and stuff like some of them about just some of the positive 
things I'm just experiencing, you know, almost a, a weird type of peace because um, a peace that can only almost come in a time of where everybody is uncertain, where everybody's on a level playing field. Um, and because the virus doesn't care about yeah, your politics I, and it, religion yeah, or whatever it's, else. And it, it, and, it has. It's, yeah. it's made people chill out a little bit and be a little bit more decent to people. People have been a little bit more, you know, like they've just been a little bit more chill with each other, yeah. you know, uh, everybody, everything's kind of, and I think you're seeing the relax why you've had this increase of regulation as far as can you go out and where you can go. You've also yeah. seen a relaxation of a lot of these regulations when it comes to, you know, getting, you know, nurses certified and, you know, getting things funded and stuff like that. So, you know, maybe people are realizing that maybe there are places where there's not so much regulation necessary. So that, you know, long-term effects yeah. of this can say like, Hey, where can we, they can tweak their yeah, lives. Maybe we, and people, yeah. Hey, maybe realize yeah. we don't, we don't need to meet in person every week. You know, right. maybe we can work two or three days a week from home and I don't save have on to go to the bar to drink and, and drive home. Yeah. Possibly. Maybe yeah, we but can, do you think people are actually getting the same amount done <clears throat> as they would be at the office? Cause like there was a week that I was forced to work. I, I don't home. know, man. I mean, there's, I can't and even I was project not on that. Near as even, productive it as depends. It depends on everybody. I've done a lot. I've done a lot of stuff around the house. There would be a transition period. I mean, either the work would, the work would get done or it wouldn't. But like I said, everything has, and when I say everything, I'm talking about worldwide. Everything, everything has chilled economy-wise. Everything has been in a in a period of stasis. You know, I mean, yeah, there was that initial market drop <laughs> that's rebounded about eighty percent right now. I mean, so it's like everything's kind of calmed down a little bit, and it's like maybe you don't need to just be going fucking balls to the wall twenty four seven here. Right, work, school, kids, on whatever. Yeah, go maybe work you can out, chill the fuck out for two a hours bit. left at the end of your night to you know, relax. This is a this is a World War Two. Transit, you know, this is our transitional period here. What, right. where, where it goes from here, I don't know yet. But I'm like, the possibilities are there for I think everything to kind of just, you know, to re, kind of re-slot everything, almost to defrag the hard drive. Yeah, exactly. Overall, yeah, you, you know? don't have to spread yourself as thin. I think I'm, I'm, how much more could, how much more efficient can we be? You know, medically, scientifically, and stuff like that. If we can figure out all the shit we can eliminate, all this fluff we can get rid of. You know? We also see where there's a lot of problems, too, where apparently American hospitals can't accommodate over 200 people exactly. at one time without yeah. fucking going balls so up. So I'm saying, like, oh, yeah. we don't know what to exactly. do. Oh, so uh. You're also realizing like, where you're super yeah. under, where you are completely, you know, you're you're caught with your pants down. So 330-plus million people in this country, we can't have 200 in you're a hospital see, once, or we, oh, get, dude, we can't facilitate you are gonna a hospital. See, like, you're going to see a boom in, yeah. a, in American companies yeah. making... American made, so stupid. American companies making American made, yeah. <laughs> you know, medical equipment yeah. expanding well. on these hospital centers. Okay, we when this next pandemic occurs, because it will probably sooner than later. Something else will we be will be care fu- of. we will yeah. be fucking like yep. over prepared for. We will have ventilators on ventilators on ventilators. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if I buy into that because there's. Oh, been- dude, trust me. Nobody's gonna want to be the state <laughs> that doesn't have the ventilators. All right, nobody's getting elected if you don't have the ventilators right. anymore. Okay, so everybody's gonna have. You're gonna have fucking rap videos with ventilators raining down on people. Okay, <laughs> that's how many ventilators. That's how prepared, over prepared our medical staff is gonna be just, for this. Just that's them how out. because that's how yeah. you're gonna get elected is by having all this shit, promising all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but again, I still don't know if I buy into that because I listen to a podcast. <laughs> buy into it, Matt. With, I don't know. With it, a viral Matt. specialist <laughs> who, who basically ten years ago it said, "Hey, there's gonna be these huge problems. We've had a lot of these come out of China." In the last however many years, like SARS, the H1N1, the piggy flu, like all these kind of things, like they came out of there 
And like he was saying, hey, we're going to have a major issue eventually. We better do something now. And nobody listened. Nobody did shit. Yeah, nobody listened. Now, but, so, but dude, but now you've you've totally yeah, flipped the script. It's all about over-preparation. If it's you, overkill. If you paid attention to... Overkill will get you Did elected. we do any of this during swine flu? Did we do this during the... Nothing oh, happened no. like that until now. Because now we're really pissed because those happen and we did not react like this. So guess what? China's going to have some eyeballs on them now, first off, if they do anything or not. But people are going to be looking like, what are they doing now? But we're also going to be paying attention. Hopefully, some of us, you know, I know few that are going to pay attention and look at the government in a little bit more of a light of, oh, maybe they are as corrupt and shitty as everybody says they are. Not everybody says, but, you know. <laughs> look, if 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 I, I, I don't know why everybody's choosing to be so blind on the culpability of I might. I don't even know if I say of certain people, right. of certain, you know, there there are people that are somewhat responsible for. This. I'm not. That doesn't mean that like you should be fucking eradicated. Right. It, it's just that like, can we do something to prevent it? And if, if you're not going to acknowledge yeah. how shit like this starts, you're not going to fucking get rid of it. Okay. You're if you're going to just keep on if you're going to tiptoe around like, well, I mean, you probably shouldn't eat bats but we don't want to make you feel bad about eating bats because that's kind of your thing if you have to because you don't we, have food because and we want to make sure that government. we don't we don't yeah. want to like we don't want to fuck all over your thing yeah but maybe the bats maybe could you eat maybe some chicken or something else it's like unless until you start to and, and still you can and, until you can identify the problem and look i mean Unless you're the most wild of, of of conspiracy theorists, we know where this came from. All right, we know that it probably could have been avoided. We know it's it's the whole could fuck, have been a bio. You know what it is? Yeah. It's the whole AIDS thing. Fucking repeated. What what did you hear about AIDS? How right. did AIDS get started? Well, nobody wanted to say how AIDS got how AIDS got. Well, nobody the, was fucking a bat that's into the for human sure. population. Well, they were fucking monkeys. Okay, <laughs> okay, people were fucking monkeys out in the jungle. I'm not so um, sure it was the fucking. I think it was more the eating. Could be the fucking. Could be the eating. Okay, <laughs> whatever it is. People were getting themselves Whatever, some yeah. monkey inside of them, and or themselves inside some monkey. <laughs> oh my! God. And <laughs> they brought AIDS into the human population. So it's like, yeah, it sucks to have to say that. Hey, you were a little gross right there. Right. We got to call you out on that. Don't right. do it anymore. But it's how else are you gonna? You know, I mean, once the cat's out of the bag, I guess it really doesn't matter. The bats out once of the bag. Once it's into the population, it doesn't matter. But it's like, how do you prevent it from going forward? Like, if you're gonna have these wet markets, like. Then just be. That's fine. Have the wet markets. If you don't, if you don't want to shut the wet markets down because it's offensive or because you're you're going to stomp on culture, that's cool. That's fine. Then just have another. Then have a well, pandemic you, protocol. You also right can't tell people not to eat because they're fucking hungry because their government. That's what sucks. I'm saying. It's like so, what I mean, you, yeah. so it's like what are you supposed to say? Like you supposed to say go go get a burger? No, obviously yeah, right. not. You can't tell them that. So it's you don't want to be mean to them. Right. But at the same time, okay, fine. Don't be mean to them. But so, what do you feel about the whole could be a biolab thing too? Other than the wet market, what I mean, I mean I've heard it's, it's some cool of that stuff. About, but the I mean, answer it's is fucking, no. It's cool yeah, to fucking so, talk about, but who? Okay. The there's answer no way. The it's right. no. Yeah, there's nothing to substantiate. But so those are both covered though. Now yeah. that if, both if, it, about if it was, a, yeah, if it was so. a man-made virus, it would be way less. I will say this, right. Jake. Always assume that you don't know shit. Right. Always assume. I don't know shit. Always assume that you are. And I'm not trying to sound like tinfoil hat guy here, but just assume that <laughs> assume this. If there's anything important going on, we don't know about it. Yeah. If there's anything like 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 uh world shifting going down, yeah. you don't know about it and I don't know about it. We're not on the we're not in on that. No matter how many, you know, whatever YouTube videos we watch or whatever we conspiracy conspiracy right. about, 
We're not in on it. So, uh, so we don't know what's going I on. I haven't been working for a month. Everybody's out fucking stocking up on toilet paper and putting covers over their faces and whatnot. And I'm not. I'm going to parks and walking around and hiking and exploring new parts of Ohio. Have you, what died, else? Have you died yet? No. You need to stop being a motherfucker, no, though. Jim. I know. What else is going on that we're not paying attention to? I'm not doing the tinfoil well, hat thing. I get I'm just, that. That's but... the question. I mean, like. I'm still living my life. I'm checking out new stuff. Okay, so but you're not working at all, though? Like, no, I haven't worked in a month. I'm not working next week. At, at first, they were going to put you like in a two-week Yeah, and that got right? an email about another two weeks. So we're going to start back May 4th. But you know what? Fuck you, government. I haven't seen unemployment or stimulus of anything. So thank God I have a good wife that's super financially amazing and has kept me on the right track. Otherwise, you've been in big trouble. Fuck yeah. I would have been one of those people that would have been paycheck to paycheck that would have been screwed. But because she had me over the last decade put savings away and do all this stuff and whatever, like changed my life that I didn't grow up with. You know, I never listened to my mom when she tried to help me with finances when I was a kid. I was a stupid kid. My mom doesn't know anything, you know, like <clears throat> I would have been screwed. Government stimulus hasn't come in, but I see these other people, and I see some of the shit that they've spent it on, like we've talked about, the stupid shit. I see people getting their unemployment, and friends say something like, oh, I make a comment about, I can't wait to get back to work and talk shit to you guys. It's something that's part of my daily life that I kind of miss now, because it was the fun, social, whatever. Oh, well, maybe I won't come back to work, because I'm making more money now than I was before. Yeah, but that's, that's a part-time thing. That's not going <clears> to I know, I know, but the fact that the comments are said and all that, and it's like, like this stuff sucks. You can't. Not, it, this has shown some people, you know, you can't depend on the government, and now they finally well, get it because they say see they ain't gonna work. And I'm only saying this because, <clears throat> and I'm not like, like I fucking like feel you, man. Like I, I, like that sucks because like you've been out of no choice of your own. You've been thrust into these circumstances. Here's my perspective. Okay, so from my perspective, I have gotten, I've gotten my, I got my stimulus day one. So right. for me, that has not been an issue. So that's right. first for me. That's out of my mind. Like, oh, that's not – wasn't an issue for me. It must not be an issue for anybody else. Secondly, my company, we got our – we got that loan – we got our loan yeah. um, submitted day one. <clears throat> we got 190 grand. Right. To – I got – I have 190,000 to pay my employees for the next right. eight weeks. So you're good. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. – for me, it's like, man, everything's fucking – the government has fucking come through It's on been it. through. Right, so right, it's right, like right. – it's just – I'm just weird. Like, it's contrasting the two different experiences No, but that's why had. we – that's why I like the – the yeah. conversations of it's all different with stuff. Not everybody's gotten it. Yeah. And I've seen some oh, people dude, celebrating so it on social media. Have gotten, so many small businesses have gotten shafted. But, but I feel – right. With the small business, they've been I'm shafted. I'm thankful to Some my people, bank, you know? personal people have been shafted. Again, I told my wife that the last couple of weeks when I tried to get a hold of unemployment and their recording on there says we're so backed up right now, yada, yada, whatever. Like she was reading something the other day that they're going to waive – whatever rules or restrictions there are that say you can only go back three weeks because it's been so far back yeah. up that some people can't. <clears throat> the first two weeks, I was kind of like, you know what? I'm going to let the people with family and with kids and whatever else do their thing. I'll try every once in a while, and I tried a couple times, and I couldn't get a hold of them. Like, I'm not going to sit there on the phone for 12 hours throughout the day <laughs> trying to get my money because I have a wife. We don't have kids. We don't have our stuff because our mortgages and cars and stuff are paid off or whatever because she set us up to do that and we're we're stable for that. I'm gonna let the other people take their shot at it because they need it more. Un or friends of mine that need the unemployment because they have kids and a wife and whatever and they're the breadwinner. They're still bitching about the fact that some of them, not all of them, that they've tried for a week and a half. Like your job now yeah, is dude. sit on the phone I, with unemployment I mean, until you get a hold of somebody. It's, it's, it's kind of like being laid off. Yeah, like and they're recording. Now your job is to find a job, like, right? And I've never been laid off before, so this is new to me. But I'm trying to do all this stuff. But I'm I'm like when I hear these people say 
they've got kids, they've got their wife, they've got whatever. They're dependent on this person because they aren't at our company right now for a month now. They're still trying to get through because the government has not come through to them. You can't look to them for help. Cause well, I mean, every, everything's delayed right now. I mean, I'm just now, yeah. I mean, I've been doing nothing but responding to, I'm, I've been responding to unemployment claims for people <clears throat> that haven't worked for me in nine months. Right. But, you know, the fact that they've been laid off from jobs they've had, you know, since the beginning of 2019 or whatever, yeah. it's like, it's, it's done nothing but consume my time. But right. it's like, the fact is, everything's delayed right now. That's kind of what, what I was talking about earlier is it like, it's, everybody's getting one way or another, everybody's on eggshells, you know, everybody's getting impacted. And it's like, that's what I think. Hopefully everybody's being a little bit more sympathetic or, you know, they're emphasizing with people now because they're feeling it with, you know, everybody's feeling it with, but like, but like I've said earlier, like I'm, it's weird to contrast our, our um, experiences so far with this, just because like, I've been so many different stories. Yeah, that's it's why. like it's it's, it's just, like, just it's just weird. It's just it just shows you how the same the same policies can be passed for the same people, right. and they can affect those people so differently that they could possibly you know affect how somebody votes in the future. They could affect how somebody affiliates in the future. Oh, for sure. You yeah. know, I mean, it's just fun. To, it's just weird to see it in action. How many I mean? people might see something? later on where you might be at their house, someone you've known your entire life, you're really good friends with, and you reach into their, their bucket of ice to grab some ice for a drink, you know, for some whiskey, and they're going to fucking lose their mind because you didn't wash or sanitize your hands right before that in front of them so that they could see it. I bet that happens. Oh, well, oh, yeah. For sure. That's, yeah. yeah. Because that's, 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 that's going to be a gonna, different place, man. It's going to, yeah. You're going to see, like, you ain't going to see as many seriously gonna be salad bars and Way more like serious than we've seen them. Are people going to use those all the time now out in public? I, I doubt it. I mean, I think, I think we'll definitely get past this. We'll see what okay. happens. But so. Steve, you got to jump in here. Yeah, Steve. Yeah. Did all, all these guys like scary. You've been like, look, yeah. <laughs> you've, you've been waiting to dart in here. I, I, yeah. Everything's How's going it affecting with your you, work. I, I assume you work for like a, a bigger firm, or do you have a, your own firm? Yeah, so I'm part of a firm, which is probably one of the largest firms in the country. We're JD Power's number one investment firm in the the, the world. Okay, so so it's it's a bigger but, firm. So have, yep. have, have you been? Off of work, or are you just going in the office now, or how are things going for you guys? This is the Super Bowl for me. Really? So, this is when nine, ten months out of the year, I could be sitting on the beach drinking margaritas, doing my work. Right now, it was mandated. We, we need to be in the office. We need to be working. I'm four in the morning till ten at night, crunching numbers, helping people. I mean, as you guys just shared different contrast of your positions with the coronavirus, you know, in my world, this is a stress test. So, if you are feeling the negative impacts because you're reliant on the government or you're reliant on your day-to-day paycheck. Like those are indicators of how can we change things in your life for you're not doing that in the future. So that is a huge opportunity. The government's stepping in. It's supporting many individuals. We have to pay that back at some point, some way. So there are going to be many people who are affected. Most of the people that I'm working with now are the people who are not getting stimulus packages because they've been doing things the right way conservative with their money the average millionaire doesn't make more than 50 to seventy thousand dollars a year so it's not it's more about what they save it's their lifestyle they're saved you know managing taxes so taxes are everything that we do in our financial planning or paychecks and retirement and social security the only real winner for somebody who's not working on this day-to-day is the government because taxes are in I can compound every direction you want to talk about in taxes. 
which so that just scares the shit out of me even more because Social Security is at 85% right now. Now we just gave another $2 trillion. On Friday, we just passed another bill. Another one, yep. So, Are you shitting me? Yeah, yeah no, 485 bill, I think. Yeah. Yeah. They, some enough. places say 500, so well, we don't know what to, all the money mainly is. mainly to supplement yeah. that small business loan because yeah. so many people got they didn't they missed Shafted, out on it. Yeah. Out. Yep. But there's also, you know, there's some other, you know, there's some other pork in there probably. Are they sending of out course, more, like right? stimulus to like every person again or is that what's going no, on? No, there's no, no, no. personal. Nope. It's, it's this is all small, small business. business. This is they're yep. trying to keep people employed right now because basically what you got to make about $23 an hour. I think we did the math was done is you, if you're if you're making less than 23 an hour you're going to make more on unemployment right now Sitting until, at home until with like July. Yeah. You'll make more on unemployment than you would working. Yeah. So it's like, why work? Yeah. Why should I work? I'll make um, less money if I go to work. Because that that's what you're supposed to do for society. Like you're not supposed to like sit at home and play video that games. That sounds cool. And get a right, exactly. I agree with you. I agree with you, but that's more. That's, that's, that's not paying the bills. You're supposed yeah. to be contributing. But that's morally, yeah, morally what you should okay. do. But when you hand someone an extra five or six hundred bucks, I, are they going to go? Oh, hey, thanks. Morals. Let me, yeah, morals. 100%. Let me say this just for experience. For, I can speak here from from a place of like experience here with this. I so coming into this epidemic here, pandemic, I had probably forty five employees. All right, right now I've got probably thirty five. Okay. Okay. The other ten have voluntarily chosen to stay home. Voluntarily, okay. We have the same thing at work. Yep. They don't want it. They just said, you know what? We don't. You you guys are open. But we just don't feel comfortable. We said, okay, that's cool. You know, you're not – we're not firing you. When you are ready after this is over and you want to come back, your job is available to you right now. You might say that. So, not yeah. all companies. Yeah, are. exactly. Yeah. But So I've been – so at this time, so many of them have filed for unemployment. And right. under these special circumstances, they may be getting it. But it's like at the same time, I have to respond to all these unemployment claims like, hey, these people, you know, their their jobs are available. They're available to right. them. They've just chosen not to work. Now – I believe that there is a current, um, you know, uh, uh, amendment in these unemployment claims to where if you have now taken a leave of absence due to the virus specifically, you know, some of my employees, you know, they're living with one, you know, I've got one living with a cancer patient, another one living with a very ill father, you know, stuff like that. So right. some of them have very legit reasons for not wanting to come into work so to expose themselves back at home. Um, but Nevertheless, you know, it still puts the onus on the employer to respond to all of these, you know, they, they need to know about all of the previous financial earnings of all these employees. And like I said, most of them haven't, some of them haven't even worked for me for the last, you know, in months, they've just been laid off from their current, you know, they've left for whatever reason and gone to other employment and gotten laid off or had to leave. And I, But given the fact they were still employed with me within the last 12 months, I still have to spend, you know, another half hour out of my day going back and digging through their payroll records and Saying where you know how much they've earned through this period, it's it's a huge right. So everything's it's, it's, de- yeah. everything's so, delayed, everything's in- inconvenient, but at the same time, it's like, dude, I know everybody's everybody has to kind of look out for number one right now. Everybody's looking out for yeah. themselves and their families. Well, as if not, but, they yeah. might be uh, up Shit's Creek battling yeah. six months exactly. From now. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you know, what am I? What what? How am I? You know, of course you're going. If you want to take off for your own safety, how am I? How am I going to disparage you? You right. know. Even I'm I'm at the point right now where I'm even trying to hire some new help because my old employees don't want to come back. But it's like I can't, right? I can't disparage them. I can't, I can't say that that you're wrong for your decision to stay home right now. I can't penalize you for that. I can't promise you that you're going to have your exact hours when you come back. Right. And it's, but it's like how can I how can I blame you for wanting to you know actually you know this is serious. I can either choose to ignore it 
or I can take it seriously and try to operate under realistic circumstances. You know, this has is, been a, a huge problem for many small businesses yeah. that I see is yes, yeah. they if they have employees who are staying home and on employment, they're generally happy because they're making as much or more. Or more yeah. But these small businesses that don't have a lot of cash flow are taking these payment protection plan loans and they just are not doing the due diligence to understand the requirements to make sure they're forgiven. So I've seen several small businesses that came into my office that they're like, no, I'm not worried about it. It's going to be forgiven. Where all their employees are collecting unemployment, you're not using that for it payroll. It has to be for payroll. You are, you're, be payroll. you're going to have to pay that back. Yeah. So now my, my fear is how many of these small businesses that were struggling are now going to use the excuse of COVID yeah. or their lack of employees, and they're getting more financing than they can even afford. So then we come out of this. Their more business day. doesn't take off, yeah. and not, they don't have enough liquidity to pay back these loans. Exactly. They, most small boutique-type businesses yeah. are not business people. They're, yeah. They have a job, right? And they may be a few, two, three small employees, and they're really good at that job. So they don't have the resources to understand how these things work. And they're going to come out of this with three, four times as much debt as they had going in. And they weren't even making a profit going into it. But we've now put this huge funnel of all these Band-Aids to make something look good. So finding resources to work with those small businesses to make sure they understand. You have to know, like, if you're not, it's going to cover what is your payroll? Like, it's it's pay, they're basically going to forgive you to keep people employed like and and also 25% of your rent and utilities other than that like like yeah i got 190,000 from the government that don't that that 190,000 ain't mine okay right. i'm going to use that to pay my how payroll many, and then i'm going to get the rest that. is going back to them yeah you know but how many how many people are thinking that like matt's been saying save well, it I, well, better, no, you can't though you, right, right, you, right. you're either paying different. that back or you're using it for payroll otherwise like 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 steve was saying you know, you're you're gonna yeah you're gonna bankrupt. I mean I don't know you're 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 basically de- you're basically defrauding the government. If you're using that money for anything other than your payroll, you're de- you're committing fraud. Yeah, but that, that's also something that I think if you is, if that's is, a, if you think that's a time to give yourself a raise, if you're a CEO and you're giving yourself a raise, you're committing fraud. That's all there is to it. And it, p- people who obviously have jobs, they don't know what it's like to think like a business owner. A great example. Like I didn't you, even give myself a. Sorry, go ahead, man. <laughs> like, like, like Steve Drunk, was just saying. Drinking a lot of whiskey. Like, <laughs> like a, a lot of people, like they have jobs. They think, oh, this is so easy and I just go to work and I get paid. They don't think of overhead. They don't think of rent. They, they don't think of insurance. They don't think of any of that shit. Whereas people are thinking like, oh my God, $190,000. That's ridiculous. No, that's like, for my payroll. That's when, to keep yeah, right. the doors open. you've got open. three centers and 40 employees yeah. and rent mm-hmm. and landscaping and, and, and se- insurance. And 70% of my employees have had to, and 70% of my clientele have had to leave me. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When all of that happens. I need, the government. I need the government to help me pay my employees. Keep your lights on. Keep me yeah, on. Yeah. Keep them employed. Yeah. Keep them off You're unemployment. You're going to burn through that money so fast. So it's, it's just meant to just keep you alive so you're still there. And that's the problem that I have with all this shutdown bullshit. Well, let me tell you it's this, like Because I know they're saying they're, they're trying to flatten the curve, and I get it, kind of. But I think what they're trying to do is like put small businesses out of business because that's all this is going to fucking happen. Let me tell you, I thought the same thing, Matt. Here's what I'm thinking to myself. Okay, in my mind, I'm thinking my employees right now they could they could go on on unemployment under the under the COVID nineteen super unemployment, yeah, whatever you yeah. know, uh, new new amendment yeah. and and make an extra six hundred dollars. Some are okay yeah. on top of what they're making right now. Like <laughs> in, in my mind, I'm thinking it does not make sense for them right now to stay here and work for me for even though I've increased all their wages, you know, with hazard pay and stuff like that. Right. It doesn't make sense for them to stay. They should just quit on on it and go on unemployment. I'm thinking to myself. 
I'm thinking, how am I going to keep the doors open if these people think this? And yet, to Matt's earlier concern or whatever, these people want to work. Yeah, okay? some people do. They, not They everybody. want the security of a job. Yeah. Okay, they like being contributors to society. These people actually have like legit, um, and, and like I, I flat out told them like I am impressed. I am impressed. I am awestruck by like your commitment to serving these people, these clients that call they need us. Because you know, in my mind, I'm knowing you could just go on unemployment right now. You could just you could just feed off the taxpayers for a little bit longer. You know, for a few months and then come back to work. Yeah, but work. it's only going to be a few months. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But you know, you know the security of having a job right now. You know that paycheck's coming in now, and you know it's coming in later. So it's like it just gives me that gives me confidence. Like and these it comes. These people get it. They understand. Well, it also comes down to your 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 personal. Some people do have that thought in their mind of. I can work. I'm going to work. I'm not going to be a mooch or whatever. Exactly. Else. It's, it's like just, it's like why, be the, why give up the security in this time of a full time. I could go on unemployment, be, but because who knows what lays beyond that? I think I why think not have you, a job right now. I think if you do look at it, and some people look at this as a tinfoil hat or whatever you want to call it or whatnot, but when you involve money with it, that starts changing the way people think and the way they believe in their oh, morals and everything and it, go right out the fucking window because money, green yeah. dollars are involved or whatever. You know, like that, that changes their mindset. So, yeah, 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 but I mean, to Andrew's point, like these people who want a job now, compared to the people who want to be on unemployment and staying at home. Yeah. What makes you believe you're going to come back to a job? Exactly. You, you might come back you're to your job. Dice. Like, and we talked, dice. right? Like, we talked about that at work. All small businesses are yeah. now out of business. Like I, I said, I'm already hiring right now. Right. I'm already hiring for people that I already that people that have these jobs yeah. that are staying home. I'm hiring for these hours right now because I need them right now. So these people, they, you know, I can't. Like I said, I can't begrudge them for staying home. I can't. They're making the decision that's best for them. But at the same time, like you said, I, need so, I need somebody to work. Numero uno there. I need somebody to work. And if you're willing to work, I'm willing to pay you to work. How many, how many so, people have you guys helped then? So, Or you yourself? I mean, just, just being your Super Bowl right now and whatnot. I mean, we're working with a couple hundred households at the moment. Yeah, okay. And, so. I mean, there's a, a lot of things for the businesses. but And those can be controversial depending on what side of the position you're on. But the things that are really positive that people are not paying attention is like the CARES Act. So we – What's that? The, the government has passed this corona aid business uh, plan more shit but what it it's it's probably the biggest thing that i've ever seen in financial planning that the government has allowed someone to do and that is utilizing your existing retirement accounts rather than taking loans or taking businesses um, taking business loans because tax free or is that going to be taxed regardless? Yeah, here, so. here this yeah. is the huge win. Yeah, this is the one. Okay, now this is the huge, probably the biggest win that people could be leveraging. So if you've been affected, they basically said if you were diagnosed, your spouse was diagnosed, if mm-hmm. one of your kids was diagnosed, if you were laid off, if you were furloughed, yeah. if you had to get daycare, and then Congress basically said after that, or any other reason, the IRS could redeem as an appropriate response, you can now take money out of your retirement account. Generally, 55 to 59 and a half, somewhere in there, there's some options where you can withdraw all your retirement funds without a 10% penalty, but then they hold a 20% tax or maybe a 25 on a simple. Um, But right now they're saying there is no penalty, regardless of your age, if you've been affected. And to prove you've been affected, you just self-certify. You call your 
company, you call your broker, you call your IRA, say, hey, I've been affected in some degree. Make sure you document that in case the IRS audits you. You can withdraw up to $100,000 out of your retirement account penalty-free. Now, the real, the real, real benefit to that, which everybody could be utilizing to their advantage like no other, is up until this point, you've only been able to have 60 days for what they call a rollover, meaning if you pull something out of a retirement account, you have 60 days to put it back in or there's going to be a tax consequence. The government now is saying, under CARES, we're going to give you three years. So essentially, you can do a three-year rollover, take up to $100,000 out. They also upped loans off of 401ks to $100,000. Then you can elect to pay all the tax the first year or do a third, a third, and a third over three years and pay the tax on the distribution. However, if, say, at the very last day, 999th day, you said, hey, I'm back on my feet. I took out all this money, I invested it in something, and now I have this great opportunity to put it all back into a retirement account, you can amend your previous three years taxes and never pay a tax on any of those dollars and they're back into a retirement account. You could have bought a house, real estate property, could have reinvested it. The way it's worded right now, it just says if you had a hardship. So if you you had a $500 hardship, it doesn't mean you can only pull $500. That means you can pull $100,000. So... To me, if you were thinking about investment planning, buying a house, starting a business, expanding, once you open that door, you have three years to utilize that to come up with a tax plan. So everything that we'd ever talk about if we get into retirement planning or investing is all about taxes. And we just opened the door to the biggest tax planning window of anybody's life. So the most important piece is just opening the door. Oh, And then now... We have so many options depending on what you want to do. I mean, I could speak for four or five hours straight on all the different <laughs> options that we can do uh, once that door is open, depending on your personal situation. You're welcome back, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, we like talking here, right? Yeah. The government has their the government has that's what I'm saying earlier, like they have relaxed so much of these and that's what I'm saying, maybe overly necessary, stringent, you know, um, timetable things involved on these it's the things. governmental yeah. regulation so like, pork stuff they just exactly. back off so a bit. if you know yeah. how to maneuver right now and you've got the capabilities to maneuver some finance yeah like you can take advantage of a time like that i know that sounds like some fucking evil like dr evil rich guy <laughs> shit but it's like the fact is you don't need a lot of money to do it you can take a small amount of money and take advantage of what's going on right now yeah. Um, because it's never going to be, it's not going to be like this again for a long time after this is over. Being the dummy, this that might never reset to, things, yeah. but like, this is good. This is the period where it's resetting. And this is the period where your dollar now has the value that it has. Being, I don't, we don't know what it's going to have later. I was that paycheck to paycheck idiot for, I met my wife and whatnot and like all that. And that, that this is all open eyes for everybody. So, I mean, this is definitely everything that you say is just, it's been soaked up. People are going to hold on to anybody that, what do you say? The tens of listeners that listen to us or whatever, they're going to grab this shit yeah. and run with it. You've got so, some I money mean, laying around, yeah. dude. Now's the time to, yeah. to play around with it a so, little bit. I mean, it's go on, sir. Cause it's, it's, it's fantastic to listen to. So I no, mean, there is, uh, I mean, this is by far the biggest, even if you're, if you're on the other end, you're like, Hey, I don't have a lot of money. I don't, you know, I'm not looking to, to make a hundred thousand dollar investment, but if, for instance, you have a small job and a $5,000 401k, one thing that I've seen a lot of young people do is take loans against their 401k. And that might've been a year, two, three years ago, just to get them through a hardship. Well, you can use this window to get rid of that 401k loan. 
right. without paying a penalty and fixing your tax situation. So, I mean, those are the things. Like, I've had people get laid off, and they still have the 401k loan. We're like, well, now I don't. Well, let's sit down. I'll show you how we can get rid of that 401k loan for you. So the government is giving a lot of flexibility like we've never seen before. So everybody should be looking into that and trying to figure out how to take advantage because... So basically, they need to go sit down with an accountant who knows the laws and knows what's going on and devise a plan of what they can do and how they're going to do it, right? Or sit down with Steve, right? Yeah, because yeah. like yeah. you're saying this stuff and it all sounds great, but it's like if you don't understand all the laws and everything and how yeah. it all works, it could bite you in the ass later. Yeah, and I'm speaking in a real general term because of my broker's license. I can't give specific advice to any individual. Yeah, obviously, obviously right. as a disclaimer for you damn lawyers out there, everything he says <laughs> is his opinion. It's not financial advice. But, Seek the like, like advice of a, a professional before you do anything with your money. Yeah, yeah none of this is specific individual advice to anyone it's just general <laughs> things you can do but you need to talk gonna, to your financial to, advisor we'll get to the specifics later but still then it's not specific advice go talk to a financial advisor <laughs> right so right now is the opportunity to be take from a tax standpoint like i don't what, regardless of your situation we need to be planning for taxes so most people let's just take a step back and think about retirement planning like we're all roughly the same age. Yeah. So we grew up in this era where our parents were like, Hey, get a 401k, get a pension, get social security, dump all your money in there. Write it out. Yeah. And then when you turn 65, you get to retire and you're so well off. Well, when a lot of those mentalities came up, that was social security at one point wasn't even taxed. Yet. Yeah. It, it was 0%. Yeah. And people had pensions and people had 401k. So it made sense to defer everything because if you were making $50,000 a year, you're in a $50,000 tax bracket. When you got to retirement, you would be in a $12,000 tax retirement. So you're paying cheaper taxes. How many people do you know today that retire and like, well, I'm going to cut my lifestyle in half. We are worried about social security. People are happy and content because they're getting more money on the gross side of social security. But the government's the winner. They've been increasing the taxes. Most people now, their social security is taxed at 85%. Most people don't even know it's gone from zero to 85 and with why retire with two trillion dollars of stimulus? I mean, by the time we retire, I, there's nobody our age I would be putting the plan together without planning on Social Security being 100 percent taxed. Yeah, and you're like, oh well, that's okay. It's just Social Security. Well, what if it increases your taxable income because then you have a 401k, then you have your IRA. Everything's taxable now. You're making a hundred thousand dollars a year just to get the same amount you were making when you were fifty thousand dollars. When it gets to a hundred, I'm gonna bury a fucking dugout in no. the backyard somewhere and that's where I'll be living yep. and nobody's gonna know about it. I'm gonna be living my own underground world going on yep. the three percenters or whatever else you all just that told like. everyone. <laughs> yeah, now, now everybody knows, man. Everybody, now you know everyone in the world yeah. will now know. I, American honesty, come on guys. From, from like, all of yeah. our thirty <laughs> downloads and episodes. <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous though. It's just so stupid. It absolutely is. And so, so everybody's true. worried about the one or 2% cost of a, a a professional or if their investments are making 12 or 13%. Yeah. But nobody turns an eye to even look at, well, I just, now I'm giving the government 12 more percent. Like, well, it's just, it's funny to think that like all of our parents have been sold that bullshit when they were younger. Like go to school, get good grades, get a good, safe, secure job. They'll pay you a pension. You have your retirement. You have your own 401k. You have the social security of all these things to, to retire on nowadays it's like there's no pensions anymore no, nobody stays at companies yeah. no, what do you no, think there are so many 90 year olds working at walmart yeah I mean, 
I mean, like, you're essentially have to because get up they're bored, Andrew. They're yeah. bored. <laughs> I bet. I bet. But, but you're, I mean, I, I joke. You'd be bored on the golf course. <laughs> I, I, that's expensive. I, I joke with my boss all the time. Not like, if you got a pension. I was going to say, if you got a good pension, I'm going to have to work until the day that I die. I take like a half day, go to the hospital, <laughs> then die, and then no, things will be fine. Take like, a half day. Yeah, there's, there's no retirement anymore. Yeah. I get the fuck out of here. <laughs> all you have is your 401k. That's all you have. Because like Social Security, I don't believe is going to be there every time we're older. I don't believe it. Like they, it's, they keep borrowing against. They keep doing stupid shit. Like I, I don't see it being there by the time I'm sixty. I just, I, I'm not counting on it. I'm, I'm, nor I'm, I am totally counting but, on what I can make while I'm working to survive. Right. That's all I can count on. I would fully That's count it. on Social Security being there. You would. Yeah. That's Absolutely. I mean, I'm hoping for it. I'm see, hoping for I, it. But I'm I would tell you it. this because of the the benefit is for the government, not us. Yeah. Because we're paying into it. So as long as they're paying it back. They're still getting their money up front. It's double dipping for them. They, yeah. How do they get Social Security money? They take it out of your taxes. Yeah, they your get paycheck. it right away. What do they do when they pay you Social Security? They tax it again. Yeah. What happens when they give you Social Security and you have a 401k? Yeah. Your entire taxable income goes up. Yeah. So so <laughs> we, we got our last paycheck, and then I was off for two weeks. So then I wasn't expecting anything, but they had to have that last little bit of hours or whatever. Mm-hmm. I got a thing for my, my company that does the, the paychecks and all that, the pays the ADP or whatever. Where it says, you got paid this many hours, and then it goes, oh, it's all gone. You got a zero balance. I'm like, why? And I start looking through, and I see tax, 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 tax. I'm like, that many hours, and I nothing? You had to pay for my stimulus check that somehow. Shit, that shit was zero. Sorry, no, they sent me a stub for zero. I, I got four kids. That all went to me, baby. <laughs> what about all my benefits and everything else and all that? No, it was just tax, 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 tax. I'm going to get a really nice TV like, on that on, the, on that tax dollar, though. Like, I promise you, though. 70-inch plasma. I may even have you over to watch it someday. Like, I don't know. God. It's like it was it was a small, small, tiny bit of hours, and I'm like, I don't, I'll get a couple bucks from that. Nope. And it's just like, why did they even fucking send me a stub for this? It's just tell me the government's taking it, and here you go. And like, <laughs> that's why you just gotta have a bunch of kids. Now man. I have that stub have though, saved forever that I can look at and go. I can take a screenshot of that shit yeah. and save it and frame it. I worked it. for free. Like, yeah, I did work for free. I'm yeah, an American like, now. <laughs> All right, Steve, I got a big question for you. <laughs> Absolutely, let's hear it. What do you see the economy being like over the next few years with all this shit that's going down, with all the shutdowns, with all these places that are going to go out of business? Yeah, it's small business-wise. It's just going to happen, yeah. whether they did it to themselves or the, or the government caused it by shutting them down. Who knows? Like, What do you see happening in the next few years from like from the experience you've had in the like, financial world? So I want to start with this. <laughs> there are – everybody and their brother is an investor to some degree. But there are two approaches to this. There's fundamentals and emotional. 90% of people who do, are do-it-themselvers are emotional investors, and they, they ride the emotional roller coaster and not the fundamentals of the way things work. I, I want to say that because I don't want to sound like a dirtbag when I say, like, these are the opportunities for people who can separate the emotions. They capitalize. So what I'm getting at is the market like it is right now, like we're going to look back in a year, a year and a half, and you're going to say, wow, this was the biggest buying opportunity of a decade or a lifetime. Personal example, I got nothing for a stimulus check, and it wasn't because of my wages. It was because of my investments. And, and I came from nothing, but it's just doing the right things and building those, taking advantage of those Nowhere opportunities yeah. and separating emotion. My entire job is not the, the 10 years I spent studying finance and investments. It's separating people's emotions to the fundamentals of what we're actually doing with the investments. So that's why I say this is the Super Bowl. Everything's down right now. And 
October of next year or this year, I could be sitting on a beach drinking margaritas and all my clients are going to be like, Steve, you're working your ass off because I'm making so much money. I'm not doing anything now. Like we did all the work we when it was it early, low. Yeah. So when the economy retracts, that is our opportunity to reposition and take like a good example. Disclaimer, I'm not endorsing Disney. I'm not saying it's suitable for you. Um, but Disney is like a one great example of an individual stock, which represents the entire investment world. You know, they were over $150 not too long ago as a stock. And they were dropped down to low as $80, $90. They're floating right around $100 a share right now. So you think about something going on sale, like a TV. You're like, I want to go buy it. If your $150 TV dropped to $100, you'd buy it, right? Because you know it's going to go back up. Well, Disney, their parks are closed. They own ESPN. They got Disney Plus coming out. You know, ABC. Star Wars, all that. Right. Yeah. Do you think in a year from now... (laughs) Disney is going to be like closed and not making any money. God, I no, hope so. They're going to own America yeah. in about a year. Cedar Point was sixty dollars a share. It, yeah. it dipped as low as fifteen. Do you think Cedar Point's going out of business? Nope. So, I mean, these are huge opportunities. The, the, what people think that the price of an investment is based on the fundamentals? No, it's based on the perceived value emotionally from the people in the market buying and selling. So we separate that. Like I already know what I think a company's worth. And when it hits a certain price, we buy regardless of what everything everyone else is doing. So when we think about the overall overall economy, I see this as between what they gave you and Corona and the CARES Act, your stimulus package, like if you were ever reliant on the government and this was your stress test, and you're like, man, I am tired of going paycheck to paycheck. Well, the government just gave you a couple thousand dollars and I got a couple Invest thousand dollars of shit. great investments yeah. that I can put you in. If you're young enough, we can put it in a Roth and that can be your retirement account. And you never pay taxes. Let's right. get rid of the tax equation altogether. How many people don't use an IRA or a Roth anyway? Oh, so many. I mean, so many I mean, screwed. You know. So, dude, me until I was, dude until I was thirty eight, I didn't utilize. The, You're thirty eight already. Well, I'm forty now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying like that's what I'm saying. Like I was like I was super late to the game. Yes, super hey, dude, late to it. It happens though. But you got to get on it. You know, yeah, you know, you got to get on to it when you get yeah, on to it. Yeah, it happens. I mean, that's so how long do you think it's going to be until everything kind of like bounces back to normal, so to speak, like pre coronavirus pandemic bullshit? Like, how long is it going to be to get back there? A couple of years, a so, couple of months, a decade? We're, so we're talking about consumer confidence, right? So the the value of the market, which people benchmark, is based on consumer confidence. So that's going to be directly tied to how people are feeling about Corona. So we get over this next month. We start getting out. Business is roaring. We could take off and see one of the biggest increases we've ever seen. On the other hand, November could roll around, winter hits, and Corona comes back. It's going to dive back down. And you know what? Every single one of my clients is going to be happy. They're going to be like, now we just got another buying opportunity. It's on sale again. It's on sale. Like We know fundamentally where the economy is going to go. What we don't know is the time. But what we know in investment strategies, it's not trying to time the market. It's time in the market. Like If you look at any good fund, like, or even the S&P 500 as an index, that way I'm not endorsing anything. You know, a basic 65-35 portfolio and t- any 10-year increments in history has produced positive results. Mm-hmm. Like, that's 100%. So you can't guarantee anything looking forward. But looking back since 1934, that's 100% of every 10-year increments have positive results. And it's like in the 90s for five years, it drops down to like 60%, you know, within a couple of years. But... 
timing, just staying in and keeping your investments going for your long-term goals, I mean, they should be geared towards your goals. But unless you need your money within the next year, then, okay, let's not put it in that type of investment. But there's plenty of other things. There's bonds and CDs and, you know, Cleveland Clinic issues bonds. There's plenty of great things you can be doing for your individual goals. The point is, the economy's coming back. And February, where were we? We were at the strongest economy we've ever had. Right. Stock market is all-time high. We had 50-year lows in unemployment. Thanks, I Obama. Mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you, how, you have your own opinion on how we got there. Right, but, right. Um, I wish I – I got to show you guys this chart sometime. We have this chart I use. It shows uh, – because the stock market is based on consumer confidence, right? Now, when we look at – we got this poll that was gone back since like the 40s. And it's based on consumer confidence, based on party, election party, so Democrats and Republicans. And you can see every four years where it switches. Well, the stock market has been consistent in doing the same exact thing, but the people who believe in it change every time the president changes <laughs> just because they believe in their party. And like, oh, my party did it. They're going to do it. So this. they invest. Yeah. Yep. And then when they don't, they, they pull out because... You know, the Republicans are like, I'm not investing with Obama because he's going to destroy the country. And then when they, you know, they haven't realized it's all the country's same. Okay. Yeah. It's all just political bullshit. It doesn't mean I, anything. Which I, point I think side the are you looking at? Third yeah. year of every single presidential election since the beginning of time averages the a light bulb kicks on a 19 percent return, yeah. <laughs> regardless of who it is. Yeah. Just it's the like, people yeah. who believe it change. It's like the light switch. It's a good so, point, man. Yep. I like that. You know, it's good stuff. So I, I think that is always every three years the biggest question we get. We're like, well, if. If Trump doesn't win, I'm doing this. And Trump wins, I'm doing that. I mean, it's one person. Our economy's strong. Yeah. Well, the fundamentals why would, are Why there. would you invest that on just one person? I don't... People tie emotions to everything. Yeah, it is. That's what you're saying it, about taking the emotion out of it. All right. All right. Everything's based on how they feel or believe yeah. in their particular party. <laughs> how many people make investments when they got booze in their hand? Too, it doesn't, so it doesn't, I mean, like, <laughs> still doesn't quite answer the question. I mean, honestly, do you think it's going to be years, months, what? I mean... Right now, I'm basing. I mean, getting out of this one year. I yeah. mean, okay, that's so fair. Q4 or Q1 of next year is the uptick quarter, yeah. obviously. Right? Yeah, yeah, yes. Quarter four, quarter one of next year. Even if Corona comes back, we should have. It's a pretty the millennial force of the hill, right? Like we're looking at that straight up, the top till dragster, straight up mark. I'm hoping it goes the other way. Honestly, yeah, we're, I'm okay. hoping we're like down here. Okay. Yeah. And we're like we're kind of like we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting there. Yeah, people can't see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing a motion with my hand right now. Imagine a roller coaster motion with my this hand. This is awesome. <laughs> I I would love nothing more, but by August right. for our economy to tank another fifty <laughs> percent. Right. Like that would be amazing. Because you know Trump's yeah, going low, low, so, low. Yeah, play I mean, that song, low, low, low. Yeah, let's keep it down. Like these Four are opportunities. The, the companies are there. Trump's campaign's based on what? The economy. Like, yeah. like him or hate him, if you can't say that he has been trying to inject as much as he can to keep the economy going, then like that's the critical truth of he's an asshole. His when he platform, tweets, but our economy's great. So okay, that, yeah, that's what he cares about. That's what he's right. trying to do. So you, when he runs for yeah. presidential election. He needs the economy to be strong. He needs it to be strong. So stimulus packages, you know, we're not paying attention to how much that's going to cost us when the Democrats take back over and we got to pay all this increased taxes to try and get this stuff fixed. When they talk about 400, 500 billion anyway, what am I going to do to change that? Looking as a numero uno, as you said earlier, as a one person going, what what the hell am I going to do to fix that? Like, I know what I can do to make life good for us. 
put my money where it has to be or save it or whatever, invest it, like you were saying, like, what am I going to do for $400 billion? Well, I'll tell you what to do. Well, you if you don't yeah. have a small business, you yeah. nothing. You're going to pay right. for it. Right. You're going to help pay for it's it. It's like, God. You're what, 35-ish? 33. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you got. 35-ish, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got 30 years before retirement, another yeah. 30 years after that. So, you're one-third through your life. Yeah. Do you want to pay taxes for the next 60 years or do no. you want to get in some tax-efficient strategies? See? So, I'd be telling you. Utilize this window, pay your taxes now, and then yeah. get out of the tax game. Quit yeah. paying Uncle Sam. Well, that's why I like when just just like he said, Andy, you didn't get until what thirty eight. You said with the Roth and the IRA. Late, yeah. Like I had that with my last job and this job and whatever. Like I got it at a fairly young age. I'm glad that people showed me that, you know, and got me into that, whatever. Because mm. some people don't realize Most, all that yeah. stuff that. Most people get into it through their employer, but so, I never, yeah. being the employer, I never right. if, set one up for my, right. you know, my employees that weren't really like in the market for one. Right. And so I never had one myself and it just kind of was one of those things that just got pushed off. And so here, here's a great example of how to take advantage of this opportunity. Get me. Jacob. Get me. So <laughs> you have a 401k at work, right? Yeah. Um, You've been laid off, right? Yep. So for a month. A fucking okay. month. I've never been laid off in my life. I've been Do laid you, off for a month. How often do you manage your investments in your 401k? Mm, we don't mess with it. Really. You don't mess with it. How much do you know about your investments? A little bit. We yeah. have we have a financial advisor for work, through work, paid mm-hmm. for by my company, which is cool. But it's better right than my now, company. They yeah. say, do it yourself. You're right. Like, do it yourself. Right. Fuck. I don't know my, what I'm doing. My wife and I right now, we know what we do with our money and we know where we put it and whatnot. But it's like, it's not a, we're not fucking with it every other day or all this time off i have time to be doing that right or doing projects around the house or whatever else it is and we're not you know it's just and this is a great opportunity for you to be doing that because perfect listen (laughs) to the opportunity you have right here yeah is you have a 401k you're paying some type of internal expense they all do to some degree i don't know what type of service your 401k provider is giving you but in general you're going to have some etf some bonds and some mutual funds and that's about it. You're riding the market. Right. You're not you get getting the updates about the cares yeah. and all that stuff. You're not so getting I know what's going on. Probably yeah. a lot of personal tax planning and investments. But the CARES Act comes out and says, Hey, yeah. you're laid off. And I'm not saying this is suitable for you, but an option. You could say, Hey, Mr. Employer, I want to pull out my entire four oh one K up to a hundred thousand dollars and I'm gonna put it with somebody like Steve, who's not gonna <laughs> charge me any more money. Like Steve, yes. yeah, or someone else, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't right. matter. And now we can have a very specific tailorized individual right. plan. The government lets you do that at 59 and a half because right. they know 401ks are not the best investment tool, right. but they're the best investment vehicle because people utilize them and they utilize the match. So the match is perfect. So you pull it out, you put it with someone like Steve. Now you get tax planning, individual stocks, bonds, you know, whatever it is that you want in your life towards your goals. That. And then you can have that tax plan. You want it the open. most effective, though. So, That's what, yeah. yeah, it's not suitable for everybody. Yeah, Some people right. need to stay in. Yeah, but, but not everybody has the certain situations that everybody else has. You know, not everybody has no kids and no whatevers that we're not paying for, whatever that we can invest in things. Because they told us at my last company when I first started, like Andy said about the not finding out about the Roth and all that, like they gave us information of, you know, if you're a high risk, whatever, or you, you want to take a low risk, if you want to, like, we got all these different things. It was like, fuck yeah, I got nothing to lose. Why would I? I'm young. I'm, I'm not planning on going on disability anytime soon or whatever else. It was like, all that shit changed my life. And then, yeah, the things, I got what you're saying. I got you. Good. Appreciate Bet it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah. take advantage of the opportunities with yeah. Corona. I mean, you've been impacted. They've given you this tool for your tax planning window. So I would use it. I mean, to answer your question, though, I mean, 
to the yeah, tens I, of listeners or whatever. 10, 15, yeah. Maybe even 20,000. 20, Screw those the, guys. I'm excited uh, about myself. Yeah, the the, the about? two, two and a half thousand <laughs> listeners or whatever, people have downloaded this thing. Yeah, listen. But there's going to be the conspiracy theorists that say, hey, this is our economy's tanking. Right. Like, I don't trust it. I'm pulling it out. Like, how many people I talk to, like, I'm buying gold. Like, I'm going to buy gold. Have you, now you're stupid. Time yeah. to buy gold. Yeah. <laughs> don't be dumb. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, everybody just has their own personal beliefs, but that's the emotional piece of it. Like, sit down. I'll show you the facts. Like, get your stimulus check. Get your unemployment and invest it. Start a Roth. Even even if it's 100 bucks, go. I mean, there's free. You don't have to use people like me. Go to one of these free apps. There's whatever they are. Steve you know, Shields is going to shield you from this. He's got this. <laughs> no, you just <laughs> – if you have 100 bucks, download yeah. a free app and put it in there, man. Let it go. I mean, a $10,000 investment in yeah. 1934 grow, one time, yeah. guess what that would be worth today if it was in an app – like if you put $10,000 in in 1934 and never touch it again, what do you think it would be worth today? 100? 100 what? Thou. Uh, what do you think? More? Six million. Six million? You put what, 10000 10, in? 10000 in 1934 – yeah, it's definitely. I would say two and a half million. Yeah, two and a half million. Yeah, uh, the answer is nearly 140 million. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. So, yeah, that, <laughs> and that's through all the worst markets. Jesus. You know, nothing high risk. I mean, that, that's an annualized. I said 100,000. I was off on yeah. a zero. Jeez. That what what I'm Few. illustrating is an average annualized return right around 12 percent duplicates those type of results. So just yeah. time, and getting dividends, staying in there. So if it's 20 bucks, 50 bucks. Yeah. Take advantage of it. Absolutely. So what do you guys think about Corona? Like, do you, I mean, coming I mean, from the I, other I, side, do you think the economy's crashing? Is I that think, how you're feeling? I think it's horseshit. I think that there's a lot of fear about nothing. Do you think the virus is horseshit or yes. what the government did? I, okay. I don't think that there's going to be nearly the deaths that they've talked about. So far, we're still under what a normal flu year is. Um, I don't see it being this huge thing. Granted, everybody's going to say, oh, my God, it's because we crippled the economy and we ruined all these small businesses and we did all these things that – it's only that low. I, I think that's horseshit. I think people are going to get it or going to get it. Yeah, when are if, we going to get the numbers if, right, if, though? Six months from now, are we going to have the numbers right? The numbers aren't right now right. because, like, in, right right now in New York, um, last I looked, there was, I think, almost half of all the cases and half of all the deaths are in New York. And it's like, wait a minute. That, that can't be right. That, because, that we think. No, supposedly. Because yeah. obviously there's L.A. and Chicago. They just and, had a thing come out about them endorsing doctors to say someone died from well, yeah, corona exactly. because so, they get more money into the hospital. Yeah, right Right now, anybody like, oh, they died from this because they couldn't get surgery or whatever. Like, oh, it's because of corona. You know, it's, it's all bullshit. So it's like there's not good numbers out there. So I would right. take the numbers that are being said right now. The last time I looked, I think it was like 55,000 deaths. Somewhere that was like, around, that was like sure. yesterday or Two days ago, whatever it was, you know, normal. I think last year, I think seventy thousand people died from the flu in the U.S. So I think that probably maybe thirty-five to forty of those are actually the virus. So it's like okay, we're still not up to the flu, so we're still not there yet. But they're freaking out about all this bullshit. So right, I, right. I, I don't see any need to shut down the whole economy. The world meter says two hundred and five thousand. 957 cases right deaths on the world a meter oh yeah not, but not the about, u.s i don't yes, really yes, give yes, a shit yes, about right, the world else. right it really doesn't bother <laughs> right. me but, we're, we're not I mean, everywhere else let me, let me say this okay so so this could sound kind of cold but like all right so cold? obviously there have been like there's been a clear line a, a clear as i was I was talking to Matt earlier before we started this, but like there's been a predictable line as far as people that want to get the economy going, 
and people that want to would be fine staying shut inside <clears throat> for the rest of their lives. And it, it's 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 that clear like you know it's that clear you know um, you've got enough money Uber to live right, the rest of your Uber life. Uber left yeah. where it's like um, you know obviously all your coincidentally all your right wing friends they all want the economy to be open right now and this is all a big dictatorship and this is all ridiculous and and or should, fake yeah and, and right. you've got all your Uber left friends yeah. that are like you know nobody should be out of their their house you know it doesn't I don't care if it takes ten years if you're two you feet know, from each other you're dead yeah it's like yeah. you know you 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 hate people if you yes. go out and you take a jog and it's like and, and it's clear why that is I mean so if you're if you're right now if you if you are Uber left. This is a perfect time for this because this is a perfect time for the economy to fail. This is a perfect time to it's Trump's n- fault. Yeah, yeah. F- not only yeah. Well, yeah. You yeah. <laughs> f- of course, you. There's the obvious thing of being able to shoulder this all on a opposing yeah. president and say, well, all this happened under his watch. He gave the bat to the person well, in Wuhan that made them eat that. But there's also then... like the joy of seeing <laughs> the economy come to a standstill because you know when you think of Uber left and you think of the Uber progressive, a lot of time you think of you know it's it's all it, it's more geared towards. Uh, democratic socialism, you know, even in some case, you know, more communism or whatever, but more, it's all about eat the rich, you know, let's uh, boost the, 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 Take the, the lower class, you down know, or whatever, so this yeah. is perfect for them because this is affecting the people that give the jobs, this is hurting the people that employ people, this is, you know, this is hurting those people, so this is, this is bringing everybody into more of a common ground, so it's more of that, if it's more of that communist ideal of like where everybody's on an equal playing field, the rich and the poor, everybody's affected equally. Everybody's having a hardship. So it's like, you know, there's a point where I could see where if this was happening under, if I'm Uber left and I'm, this is happening under Republican president, I, I, I have no problem. I want this to go on as long as possible. I want this to be the big, the culture earthquake of, you know, my lifetime that shifts everything towards a more, you know, um, individualism, you know, uh, type of you know just type of socialist type of economy and stuff like that this is perfect for me and if i'm uber right it's like like you said they, how, how hot the economy's been it's like i, I don't want to stop this this is just this is just trying to put a speed bump in, in 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 the in the way of the economy and we need to get back to where we were and and it's like i i think both sides are so you know they're i'm, I'm not exactly sure where i stand as of yet because like i said i've been affected positive and negatively you know at the same time from a lot of this stuff going on so i'm not exactly positive where I stand yet on where we should be. I know that like, if you don't take this virus seriously, you're a moron. I feel like if you don't listen to your medical professionals, you don't take the advice of medical professionals, you're a moron. I feel like if you want to, if you feel like shutting down the American economy, so 10,000 80 year old people don't die, I feel like you're a moron. And I feel like, and I know that sounds cold, but listen to me, like, like, you want you want to make this claim like oh life is precious life is in value you can't put a price on life you can't value the economy of our life like that's been human history since the beginning there's always been there's always been more things valuable than a human life a single human life or even large groups of human lives have been inconsequential in shaping where we are right now and I'm, and I'm sorry I know that sounds cold but you can't you can't shut down you can't destroy America, you can't end capitalism because of a disease. Yeah, while well, yeah, we still don't. It still has. It's the unknown properties of it. It's the overwhelming of the healthcare staff. Over a one or two. That's why we're being so cautious yeah. right now because we don't want to harm it. But at the same time, it's like at some point, don't be so egotistical to think that your life is more valuable than the economy and is more valuable than the trajectory 
of the world. It's not. So, I, I your agree life, with you. your life is not that important. Neither is the gr- a group of lives. I don't care if you're they're American lives or Iranian lives or Italian lives or any time. I don't care black, brown, white. I don't care. But your group of lives is not more important than the trajectory of the world economy because that's going to happen with or without you. And I'm sorry, you're you're not going to you're not going to shut it all down. Like like Steve said earlier, and I, he probably wasn't even referencing this, but you're not you're going to separate emotion from this. You have to separate emotion from this. And um, like I said, the fact is, I don't I don't I I'm not offering a solution here. I don't have a I don't have a timetable for when we should open this and then when this should open and when for that. I don't have a timetable. What I do have is for anybody that has any type of concrete stance on this, stop fooling yourself. Okay, stop. Stop lying to yourself and stop stop trying to uh, repropagate yourself with all this information that you feel just just emboldens this. You, why, to have a stance right now at all is moronic because we're all in this. Nobody knows shit. Okay, we're doing this one day at a time. You don't know where we're going to be 10 days from now or 10 weeks from now. Okay, so stop trying to fucking take a stand on it. Just fucking roll with it. Just live just, your life. Yeah, just for once, you're going to have to just roll with it. Just live your but life. Just roll with it. Yeah. So I like to be a critical thinker <laughs> yeah. and effort of playing devil's advocate. Yeah. Just don't know you all that well. So we, we're not taking a stance. And I know there's plenty of opportunities and I agree with a lot of things you're saying, but what about the fact that through all of this in Corona, have we taken a base into socialism and given up some of our freedoms and rights? Like, hundred percent. Of we, course, we, yeah, you have. Yeah. And, and the fact so, is, is well, I don't a, think that's a good thing. I think that's a bad thing. Look, which is why point, what's going to change? Look, okay, look what yeah. what has been one of the primary things that we've talked about since the beginning here, and that is the ineptitude of the average human mind. Right. Okay, you you're going to have to have some sort of oversight. You're going to have to have some sort of mom and dad telling you don't do this and don't do that at the end of the day because people aren't smart as a whole. As a herd, we aren't that smart. No, because we're for not the gonna herd, make, you can't make, the make right everybody decision. stop doing. You're not going to make the right to, decision. Yeah. Okay, trust me. Okay, I know this because I know if my dad had his way right now, he'd be flying back and forth between Ohio and Las Vegas right now every three weeks. Yeah, and okay? if I had my way, I'd put go to work in danger and make All a right? paycheck. So what I'm saying yeah. is, if you leave people to their certain own devices to an extent, you're harming the herd. And I know, yeah, that sounds super socialistic and whatever. But let's get. Let, are we going to talk real here, or are we going to talk idealistic? Well, then you get down to beliefs on that, and you can't. We're talking. What if we're talking believe, real yeah, here, yeah. okay? People as a herd don't cannot keep their best interest in minds. They need mom and dad to spank the butt a little bit and say, "Stay home. <laughs> You're grounded." That's that's just a fact. That's a fact. It's and yeah, it's if if it were any more than once every what hundred years, then it'd be like okay, it's right, overstep. Are you practicing six foot distancing every fucking time you go by a person or yeah, whatever else yes, you do? Yes. Okay. So yes. I don't do that. You know why? Yeah. Because I'm a I'm a decent. Because why wouldn't I? Because I don't know this person. Why would I've, I want to make them feel uncomfortable? I don't know what they feel. I don't know what they're dealing with. I don't know I who they're living with. I physically choose to Why stay home to not go around okay, people. Okay, well, then you're doing it then. But you're I'm not – if I walk by – like we went out yesterday for three or four different places of people that were just out and about not wearing masks, not wearing gloves, just getting rid of crap at their houses that we were collecting that we could use for our stuff for our house. Shaking hands, saying Duh, thank you, you whatever. Doing that. Like you we did, be doing it. you shouldn't be doing it. But you it. can't tell people I, that. You're though. right. I'm not telling yeah. you you can't do it. I'm telling you you shouldn't be but doing it. But the government it. is yeah. telling you. Yeah, you but can't. they are. No, they're right not. Now. No, they're not. They're telling you you shouldn't do it. They're not. No, you. I got. I shook hands with both you guys. We're not getting arrested. Right. Okay. They're telling you you shouldn't do it. It's a stay at home order. It Drive is. around. Right. That's it's not I, a fucking stay at home order. That's what I said to you too. It's a stay at home. It's not a fucking quarantine. 
Yeah. I don't care how much you want to whine about it on Facebook. You're not in a quarantine. Yeah. You can go do whatever you want. Because we are still. Go do yeah. what you want. Yeah, some of yeah us you are. can't go to a restaurant. I want to go to a bar. I can't go to a bar. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you can't go to. Yeah, you're, some of your personal liberties have been inflicted. Big deal. So, for what's a the few price months. of freedom? Big yeah. deal for. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you what a price of freedom A few <laughs> months, a few months of being having to stay at home for a little bit. That's what the price of freedom A few months of having to stay at so home. So, what happens if the next step is they come out and say gunpowder? Contributes to Corona. We'll talk about it. And we need we'll to come take, on. We we'll come take on everybody's talk. guns. We'll come on and talk about it. If something that fucking insane happens, we'll come on and talk about it. Right. If we want to throw up straw men and whatever, we'll talk about it. I'm talking about real at real shit right now. It's worth a couple of months of being overprotective just to see where we're at. To see where we're at. We don't want Grammy and Grandpa dying. We don't yes. want Mom and Dad so, dying right now. So okay? not so going to the bars. So and not going to the concerts cautious. or so whatever. Let's be a little cautious. But I mean, yeah, but here's the thing though: is I don't think Grandma and Grandpa give a shit. Because, like, my mom... That's not true. My uh, mom gives a huge I shit. I completely disagree. My mom put a blanket over my five-year-old son to hug him yesterday because of how scared But your mom did. Not everybody's grandma yeah, or mom did that. That's though. fine. Yeah. But I'm but, but but when he's just said that not everyone's... I'm just telling you, like... Right, well, no, it's just... It's, there's I'm not, both. I'm not saying no, everyone. So just, you have to take precautions for the people that are. Uh-oh. Hold, hold on a second. Like, I'm not saying everyone, but most older people that I've talked to don't give a shit. It's the younger kids, the millennials who plot into all the bullshit... They're the ones who are like, oh my god, stay home. Yeah, this I'll is concede. So yeah, yeah, you're oh right. God. It's the boomers who are like, being stupid right now. You're mom, right. You're My correct. mom is a huge risk. Yeah. I told her, stay home. Yeah. Dear God, don't fucking go anywhere. And she probably is. And yeah. she is. Yeah. But she's mostly listening to me. But yeah. like, I've probably been exposed to it at some point or another. I'm still at work. I went to prison last week. I go to prison again next week for a job. I work for a contractor. It's what we do. Like, I've got to go and fucking do my job. Right, but she's like, I don't care. When I see you, I'm still gonna hug you. I want you to come over. Whereas I need to be like, hey, I need to stay yeah. away from you because you're it's, right. It's and not good for yeah. you. But she's like, I don't give a shit. If you it kills why? me, because, it kills me. I yeah, don't care. Exactly. She's been she's been through the shit, and that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. my dad, if he if he wasn't being told not to, he'd be flying back and forth between Vegas. Like they don't. It's like I think if you get to a certain point in your life, it's like I've come this far. Like. I ain't nobody tell me what to do. It really seems like it's all the kids younger than me are like, oh my God, you're killing me. And now it's like, yeah, you know, so it is, it is funny like that because it's the people that are most at risk that are the most aloof about the whole thing. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> they've been through worse. It ain't, you know, else, yeah. just, you know, to take some hydrochloroxine and I'll be, well, Trump said I could take it. It's funny to listen to the fact that the people before us were asked to go and fight when they're 18 years old or whatever and go actually sacrifice their life. We're being asked to stay home and watch Netflix and hang out at home or whatever. Like, like that is, that <laughs> yeah. is funny, but it's fucking real. That this, they're this laughing their real. ass off. The, my grandma who's 90 is like, you know what I've yeah, seen? It's our great yeah. calling. Our great Get calling. Get the hell out of here. Not do shit. My wife got yeah. kicked out of her, her uh, old folks home there in Wadstucky or whatever and like got sent home because she couldn't be around her. But yet, when we deliver stuff to the place, she wants to roll her ass all the way downstairs in the wheelchair or whatever else or walk her and come down and yeah. see us and hug us and everything because she don't give a fuck. Well, that's what I was saying. But she also yeah. might tell us to be safe, be healthy, and stay yeah. whatever because she knows she's not stupid. Yeah. So we've you been know, keeping like, our doors locked at work. Yeah. That way nobody comes in. <clears throat> And so one evening this last week, I had somebody who's out there knocking. I'm like, who is out there? So I walk out. I'm just calling George for keeping me unanimous here. But the guy's 89 years old, right? So I'm like, what are you doing out here, George? <laughs> He's like, well, I just went and got a, a, a pedicure. Like, nobody's open. How did you get a pedicure? He's <laughs> like, I called my girl. I told 80- her I'd give her a couple hundred bucks. And she met me and did a pedicure. 89-year-old George. And I'm like, George, like, you're going to get – He's like. Steve, I am 89 years old. Every single day is a blessing for me at this point. Yeah. He's like, something's going to take me, and I'm not going to spend them scared living in my house. Like, I'm going to go around and do what I want. He's like, 
I could die right now, right this second, for right. any reason. I don't care what the reason. Is. I tell you right the now. Next time you yeah. see George, you shake his hand for me. <laughs> right. yeah, I fucking love it. If I ever get right. to ninety, I'll be the same way. <laughs> I'd be. I'll, I don't even care if I smoke. I'll be smoking yeah. a cigarette every day just because I can. Like when someone walks by and says smoking is bad for you, you're like, and light it up like, and ah, just. Well, yeah. That's why they. Yeah. That's why our parents are like this. Is because right. like you know they've been through like you know the Cuban Missile Crisis in Vietnam and shit. So they, you know, it's like and you get to a point. It's like that now they're starting to get into their retirement. It's like. Nobody gonna tell me to stay home. Like, you know, how many flus have I been through and stuff like that? And it's like, I, I re- to be honest, I really don't understand why we're treating this so much more differently than we did H1N1. I really don't. I'm trying to remember back, you know, back then it wasn't that long ago, but I remember. I certainly don't remember Obama being crucified for it, but I don't also remember our response, and I don't remember if our response was really necessary. So I can't really critique it that much. I just I do find it odd that you know it's it's you know I, well, I guess I don't find it odd I, it's completely obvious that a virus has been politicized but at the same time it's just it's once again just depressing how predictably the lines have been drawn it's like I can tell you right now that how do you feel about the second amendment and then if you answer that question I can tell you exactly how you feel about coronavirus and I can probably tell you how you feel about abortion. I can probably tell you how you feel, you know. And I about... think you'd be right about seventy percent of the time. Yeah, but I don't oh, yeah. think not that... every time. Yeah, but people are complex. Su- Things are different. Yeah. I don't think you're suggesting most people aren't critical that. thinkers. I'm suggesting that most people kind of fa- they fall into a line of you know, okay, this is where I fall. So this is where people like me. This is where we fall on these issues. And I think a lot of times that's just where you fall. You know, you fall <laughs> like, um, how do I feel about? Uh, you know, I mean, look look at the evangelical community in relation to the into uh, uh, when it comes to climate science. Why are why is it like ninety nine percent of people that somehow are believe in God do not respect climate change science? Like, I'm somebody who you know I, I I've been a Christian since I've been five years old. I've been you know I've been involved in church leadership my entire life. I'm forty years old, and yet I have no problem accepting climate science. Why is it that ninety nine percent of of people that I consider my peers spiritually and, and with my faith, why are they? Why do they just so predictably fall on the line of uh, any type of uh, man-made climate change is a myth? Why it doesn't make sense to me. And the same thing goes with this that I just noticed with the coronavirus response. Like, why is it that ninety-nine point nine percent of all my evangelical friends and family members and people I've grown up with or met through high school or all through church and life, why do they all have this certain view on what the coronavirus is and how it should impact our corona? Our, and why do all my you know, leftist friends that I've met, you know, from high school forward in my life, why do they have this, why do they automatically have this certain view? And it's like, it's just so oddly predictable now how people fall on what they're going to believe because in. in America, we are so openly free to do whatever yeah, and believe whatever we, we, we want. I, that the thing changes is, I think your it's mindset. funny. I think, I think it's funny because I think but, we think we're free and yet all of our thoughts on things are so often so just easily categorized by things we, you know. If you're smart, you know you pre- know that people are pre-programmed. Yeah. Right? If you're smart, yeah. you know that free in America has quotations around it anymore. Because people, when I own our property for our house, or we own our property that we bought outright, we really don't own it because we got to fucking pay taxes on it every year, and we have to listen to all the government entities before we build a shed, a fence, a driveway, whatever. Are we really free to do that if it's ours? No, well, I'm not. talking. I'm talking right. about freedom yeah, of like, thought right now. I mean, how right, many? But, how many? But like, that's just either right. I'm just using that as oh, an yeah. example. How though, many, just that's a small one. How like, many like purposely left wing or right wing people do you 
you hear come on and talk about like, yeah, they're the ones bringing the truth. You know, if I'm the from the right, I'm bringing the real. I'm bringing the. I'm the no spin zone. You know, you want the yeah, news but that's without, their but, own truth. I know, but yeah. I, and then you have the people from the left. Like I, I'm so fucking out of the fucking. You know how how radicalized do you want your news? How fucking like woke do you but, need it? And it's like neither are presenting the real news. But it's, once somebody takes a stance, they're yeah, not giving. They're exactly. Yeah. It's like and whatever just, that stance is supposed to yeah. believe. You're, they're you're, pushing through. Your stance isn't unique. You don't believe anything unique. You just believe what everybody else who agree. You, everybody else who's reading your shit. You guys all agree the same thing. It doesn't right. matter what side you're on. Well, and I'm not trying. And look, I fall into. I, I you know, naturally fall into the same trap. I have a lot of views on things that fall right, and I have some views that fall left. Do you watch Fox and CNN? I don't watch. I, fuck, you, I, play, I, play, I play fucking video games. What are you talking about? Well, I read Twitter and play video games. Again, again, reasons why I like Facebook with the opinions or whatever else. Like when someone puts up a whatever their picture is, their meme is, and then it says Republicans and Democrats are both sides of the same coin, whatever, blah, 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 or opposite sides of the same coin, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee you 90%, of, 99% of the people to put those memes up are center right. But, but nobody what, left puts those memes when, up. When nobody they left. do that, though, and then you confront them and you say, let's have a conversation about it because they said, no. No one wants to talk about this. Nobody wants to have this conversation. This never gets discussed. And I'm like, me, I'm sitting over there putting up my hand. I'm sending up the like, only the, people the that want to have those like, conversations. And are, they don't. Yeah. Are center, center right people. And I'm not pat, I'm not patting people on the right on the back here, but I'm saying you're never going to have anybody who's left that wants to come across out of the right. But if anything, you'll have people that right that feel compromised now and they need to shift left because they realize a lot of their views are becoming outdated or they're feeling like they're becoming outcast from the from their circle which is why i love so our... they want to come more left you never find anybody left who wants to you know you don't ever see anybody that left it's like well i was thinking about abortion and maybe it's when, not right when we have when know, we have our religion podcast with ben west on when he says i'm a flaming liberal right on the podcast that was the one of the greatest podcasts we've done <laughs> here because it was such a it was a good mix but it was it was civil yeah. it was great that it was dude just that like, dude's a li- i'm telling you this and that dude was a Probably one of the smartest dudes I've ever talked to. Yeah. And that dude's a liberal because he got fucked up by church when he was little. <laughs> and, I, and and look, maybe and, and maybe I'm who I am because I didn't get fucked up right. by the church when I'm little. It's that simple. But the fact that either of us think we're some fucking unique big brainchild, no, that's a fucking yeah, joke. I'm not sure I agree with you here, though, because like my coach is very liberal. And he, as, he, as he gets older, he says, I'm becoming an extreme moderate. Like he's he's like sitting that. much more in the middle. He doesn't get on the right. Doesn't get on the left. Yeah. He, he definitely leans more left than he does right. So what's this thing about you but growing older? You should learn. He's things becoming or much more of a yeah. centralist, which I think most people are. Th- if they use their yeah. minds and you learn, they should be right. Yeah. They should be left on certain objects. I think that happened a lot with our parents' generation. They all started out as hippies, and a lot of them now are your now your boomer conservatives. You know, whereas now I feel like your old liberals are becoming socialists your old conservatives are becoming centrists and your centrists now are becoming moderate i think uh, every, listen, i listening, think everything not always i don't think it's Everybody always like left. that though. listening to ben shapiro i don't know if i agree with that because i think all the old people like well, in the election right now shapiro, they, they, shapiro's right though. i know I mean, like they, they want to vote for biden his friends are tweaking him middle-ish though not middle-ish but right I mean, middle-ish yeah like I, yeah. look i'm not going to discount all, all the young kids want to be you can't be friends with gay libertarian dave rubin and go yeah i'm fully right that guy'll no no that's bullshit you can be because being right Right, and I don't give a fuck what you say. Being right has nothing to do with except I, maybe my view of being right is skewed here, but uh, uh, accepting Dave Rubin and his gay husband has nothing to do with being right. I believe Dave, I believe Ben Shapiro can spew off right wing propaganda and also make a fucking lot of sense at times, and also fully support a lot of 
progressive ideology, which they've tried to take ownership of, which is this gay marriage and stuff like this. I think you can fully support all that stuff and still have, you know, stand behind right wing ideas. Right, right. Of only, course. Only, There's nothing yeah, wrong with that. It's right. like I just I really it doesn't believe make you a hypocrite. That and if, if you think it does, and if you think it does, then you fuck it then you're a stereotype then you've stereotyped right wing people. No, well, I'm just saying I think Shame the, on you for doing the that. The younger kids How are dare more you into the social stereotype white men. I would AKA never. whatever fucking Bernie Sanders says he is. He's a Democrat he's a fucking socialist. Is it Bernie who? It is it is what it is. Fucking Bernie Sanders. I thought that guy was dead. Not going to be president, he is. man. He, of course he's not. The Democrats will fucking murder him. It's Mark Cuban. But it's just the young kids are all into the socialism because they want shit to be given to them. Because they've had these fucking cushy little lives that their parents have given them. They're not going to earn anything. And, and, that, that, and those they, are the beliefs that are pushing us and the socialist views. Of because course. But I like when you give them another fifteen years, they'll be they'll be like, centralist. They're yeah, not going to be. They don't care okay. about their freedom. They care about hand me outs. Yeah, right now, yes. Look, but I'll say I, older, I agree with you, but I'll say this: if you didn't have if you didn't have somebody like AOC in Congress, like at least championing some of that stuff, like these fucking the, like these the, the fucking rich white ringers, they will take they will take it all. They will take everything. Okay, like that's that's all they've ever shown to do. You have to have. If you don't understand that you have to have some balance, you can't have abs- – no, nobody can have absolute control. No, Either life is supposed to be about can balance. can have absolute control. That was the idea of our government. Yeah, so it's you, you got to have somebody championing basic human rights. And I know it can be annoying to, to you know people, and, and a lot of times these people make themselves annoying. But the fact is you have to have the people championing the human rights. You have to have them. In any, in any parallel universe, you have to have – People championing hum- basic human rights for the human race to go on. You have to. You can't just have everything be about you know uh, f- fucking things that only affect like the, the the people that make the rules. Yeah, but I think you can't. That- you can't. That's not sustainable. You've got to have. There's always got to be some champion of the underdog. I get there's that. Been that way all through. History. I think just being be. a decent human being would do that as well. You don't need to be mm. super crazy on one side yeah. or the other. You're not going to find that on the political. Politics and religion come yeah. in. That goes right out the window. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about politicians. Someone chucks a hand yeah. grenade in there for that. Then you yeah. got to find out who plays the game the best. Who gets, you know, however they play the game, who gets their results. Everybody's got to get a little win. Everybody's got to get some win. See, my cousin said that the other day about winning, and he put that in quotes or whatever with the win. Like, why does everybody have to fucking win? Why can't you just you, settle? You, Compromise. No one likes that fucking word. You're not allowed to win. The human mind doesn't tolerate. How dare you compromise? The human brain, either on a single single spectrum or as a group setting, it's not going to settle for losing. It's not going to settle for for its own ideals being uh, ousted by somebody else's. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's going to try to bring their own viewpoints and everything to the top. And And I think you need that competition. I think that's why... I think that's why it's important that we live and die on such a short time cycle. It's because unless you're constantly, you know, have this instinct to improve and build on what was before you, like, and, and until you have that, there's not going to be any progress made. You know what I'm saying? You can't, everybody's got to be able to win. Everybody's got to be able to get some sort of win. That's just, well, that's, I, 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 I get where he's coming from because if you, I, I posted a picture in my head that says make conversation great again or whatever. And yeah. that, Obviously, tweak some people's butt the wrong way or whatever, but the minute someone sees that from the right that's far extreme, that's only Trump whatever, only Republican whatever, and they think that's how it works, make a comment, and then my cousin, who's a gay man, jumps on there and says, yeah, well, that's not the way it works in America. I said, you can vote for 
somebody other than just the one or the other. And he goes, yeah, well, that might be how it works in fucking America, but you don't get a win. And he puts that in quotes or whatever. It's like, because he wants to win for, you know, the gay rights or whatever else or yada, yada. That's what he's looking for. He doesn't give a shit about who's running for this or who's running for that. So you got extreme lady here who's only far right Republican and you got this gay man who only thinks one way. It's like they're yelling at each other on my Facebook and I get to sit there and see that stuff. And it's like, why do we have to fucking win? Why can't we just, but don't you think that's kind of a blessing of the coronavirus is bringing it's everybody. Middle. It's the middle. Like, yeah. I said that before what, though. What is the easiest way to get people to bond is having a common enemy. Yeah, so it, if we, we get have, attacked, we're going to have a common enemy. Yeah, this is our slow attack right now. Yeah. yeah we, yeah. America came together. We we were never when more China diversified. China invades from California, which thank God they're going to start from over there. Then we're going to bond real fast. But you know what? You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> we're, we're slowly getting that with this virus. So I mean, like, they know where to come I, first. Look, man, San I Francisco's would, not stopping shit. Maybe back in two thousand and one, <laughs> this might have unified the country. But as you can see, it's not like happening. Said, it's now. been yeah. the virus. It's been completely politicized. Like, you know, all I know is this, and I'll just. I'm saying one thing, okay, because everybody – I know the the left's talking point is that these deaths are on Trump. We didn't react fast enough. If Trump would have shut the economy down yeah. back in late December, back when there had been like maybe what – how many confirmed cases in the U.S.? Maybe none by Seven. then. Seven. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. But if he would have shut the economy down by then, if you don't want – if you don't think there would have been riots in the street, if you don't – what do you think? That all the left – that everyone's going to go on the news and praise Trump for shutting the economy down? No. There hasn't been any impact in No, America? but some governors but also shut measure. it down way harder yeah, than the Even though it might have been so. the right call overall, yeah. do you think people would people just People have to see it before it? they can believe it. Fuck no. You know where we're going to be in 10 years? It's going to be, you know why we didn't have as many deaths? It's because we shut it down so fast. No, but you, what, you think gonna people are going to be, you years. think they would be patting him on the back right now saying, boy, I'm glad he shut it down then. Fuck no. no. Overreacted, get, didn't need it. Get, he had an agenda. Yeah. Yeah. This was going to be politicized I couldn't work for a month. from I'm the very pissed. beginning. Yeah. And guess what? You're never going back from that. Anytime now. Any time there's good, any time shit goes down now on a global scale, people my grandma's age can say, "Remember that time I went to war when I was a kid." You know what I was doing when I was 18 but, years old? I'm gonna look back and say, "You know what happened when pandemic of Corona came through? I got to stay home and hang out with my wife and do projects." They, all we house. care like, about is who. And that's what they, you make. It makes us sound like such freaking boomers now, but it's like all we care about now is whose fault it is. No, but that's, it's all about whose fault. Who can we blame? Whose fault is it? And that's short-sighted. You know, yeah. Exactly. And that's all it is. It's, there who, shouldn't be finger-pointing, Who can though, we blame yeah. this on? Yeah. Who could have made it better? Whose fault is it? Is, you know, whose body, whose blood, is hands? It's, but, but that's what I think is funny, break, though. The how fact short-sighted that, the fact do you have that, to be? The fact that regardless you know of... know how human history works. Right, regardless of what it is, though. Bring it's, a it's fucking like, meteor on your ass and see whose fault it is. <laughs> but, but this is like... Go, the, the long-term talk is going to be about the excitement around the way our culture and society changes through this. Yeah. So... For instance, like, is this, we have a launching pad to, to clear everything out and restart the things that we normally couldn't manage to change through. We got our soft so have, reset button. We have change management yeah. and works. For instance, we go to the fall. I mean, what if we have blended schools now? I mean, kids only go to school three or four days a week. Yeah. They're home for a day. Like, those are things that are real possibilities. Mm-hmm. Tell a Commuting and working is real Because you don't effort. need 8 and 12 like, hours of bullshit the, spewed down your throat. Those are the yeah. things that our culture is yeah. going to change out of this. That's yeah. going to be Thank sustainable. Yeah. That we yeah, man, going to impact. Good things. Good right. things are going to come out of right. this. Right. You got to look the good to yeah. get out of it. You know? Why not? Yeah. I mean, what, it fucking I, sucks when people die, man. I get that. Like, it sucks when people die. It complicates everything. But, you know. People die every damn day. Look, I mean, 100%. fuck. Yeah. Don't be so. And I know it sucks, but don't be so short-sighted. Your life. Your life will go on. Yeah, like, yeah. or or you know what? It might not. It might Maybe not. That's go what's on. meant. For it you. might not go on. But you yeah. know what? The fucking 
The so, stream of life goes on. Statistically goes speaking, on. the end of the world does not happen that often. Yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> it's going to go on. Coronavirus, no coronavirus. It's going on. Stop being so fucking egotistical. All right, I'll tell you what. I think we've been bullshitting for quite long mm-hmm. enough here. Uh, closing thoughts, Andrew? Uh, yeah, man. I just, you know, it's nice to get some of this off my chest. You could tell, like, I, maybe I sound a little angry. I a guess little bit. I'm, no, not, right. I, I'm, not, I'm not angry. I guess I'm just like, you know... I guess I, I I have hopes for the you know for like some of the positive change that Steve was talking about and things that we were talking about earlier, positive change coming out of this. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm letting a small negative sect of of the population impact me negatively here. But it's like, um, if not now, when people like like this is like mega change. You know, a lot of us have already had. We already had our nine eleven moment. Okay, yeah. think back to nine eleven to where we are now. Are we that much better? Are we better or are we worse? I mean, really think about it. So it's like lost a lot of freedom. Okay, like where? What are we gonna do with this? Where are we coming? You know, it's like I I don't want to. I don't want the same. I, I don't like where we've gone from nine eleven to here. I don't. I don't like. I don't think we've made progress. I don't think if you're from if you're right wing, I don't think you can say we've made progress. If you're left wing, I don't think you can say we've made that much progress. It's like I, I feel like that we're ruining our chance here to make a little bit of progress out here, and I and I just don't see like, you know, when you're dealing with something on such a large scale, this is how do you get back into the habit of creating good out of bad? And I just feel like now we're creating more bad out of bad on a worldwide scale. So, um, but with that, you know, I mean, I have faith in something better than this, so it doesn't, you know, at the end of the day, um, I'm just taking it one day at a time. Jake. We're progressing while our bike is sitting on cinder blocks with no wheels. That's how we're progressing in my mind. But I like this. I don't know. I think we just need to keep talking about it. Yeah. I think we'll get there. I mean, again, if you like – I like Trevisano's show. I don't give a fuck where people think he stands. I don't care where he stands because I don't follow that. But when he says stuff that is commonsensical, and this is a guy with a 10th grade education, and he's done, and he's a massive radio host. He gets out to a lot of people every day on the microphone – when you listen to the guys say things like, I'm living in a world I don't understand, we all go, yeah, 100%. I say that every day. When I see certain things and I go, I do not get that at all. I'm living in a world I don't understand. Like, these things get talked about more and more and more. And we might work on them. We're getting them fixed. Maybe we should have a conversation about it. Maybe we should talk about it. Maybe we should pay attention a little bit more. I mean, if people cared... But if people don't care from the get go, you're not gonna change shit. I think so. I think I will expand on that. I think people care right now, but I think do you care about do you care about getting through this or do you care about putting the blame? Where do you, right. do you care about but, getting a win or do you care but about But I mean how many of these people wearing out? face masks that like I'm not saying you're like this or whatever, but they will not come within six foot of somebody or whatever else when they walk by like we've been to parks, we've been hiking, yeah, we've been out getting stuff from other people that they don't need that we can use, whatever. Like I shook a guy's hand, but we both had gloves on. And we laughed about it and said, we got gloves on. We're good, apparently. I got the work gloves for the lumber and all the nails and shit in it. Like, all these people wearing face masks and everything, are they going to go back to in September or in August? Are they going to hug a family member? Are they going to get within two feet there, of people? There's no gonna... answer to that, man. That's the big thing about this. There is are they going to no, flip like that, though? Is it going to fucking no, change? There is no answer to that. You're yelling at me there's now no for not being six foot apart from somebody that's a family member of mine. Like your mom says, I'm going to hug you. You're my kid or whatever. I want to hug you. You're going to mad at me for that now. But then in August, you're going to go start hugging all your family. You're going to have a big party. You're going to go out to the bar, do whatever, and then... You're yelling no, at me about this shit it's now. It's going to be a decision. Are you going to flip no, it man. that fast? I mean, like I said, it's it's going to be a decision for everybody to make, and I think the important. But I'm going to look back and say, three months ago, I told you so, and now you're doing it. 
But you, well, then, that's, now the you're looking for a win. You, you, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, what's where is what's no? Your it's not a win. Here? It's just a don't yell at me now. Like I've been telling you for the last month that I've been but off do you work understand all this why, stuff. Do you understand like, why we're doing what we're doing now? I get it completely. But why do you think we're doing it? It's don't spread it or don't be a spreader or whatever. But why? Don't. But it's like no, the whole thing right now is like, look, it's gonna. Be, we know it's gonna be spread. Like, like I think Matt said, like he may have had it. We may have all had it. We may have all come in contact. Right, with and it. we think we but have. The, point is right now, the whole thing right now is not overwhelming the medical system and also respecting people true. that have underlying. Conditions. What do you do when you get sick? Really, 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 really sick. Unless you're puking every three days in a row, what do you do? I stay home. I drink my vitamin yeah. C. I eat my oranges. So to me, I take my sounds, Nyquil. Yeah. I don't need the doctor's office though. Not everybody's like that. But that's the thing. What I'm saying, but even with a doctor telling you not to shake hands, you still did it. Yeah. So, but what, so what I'm saying is, you can't say that you're making your own good decisions on your own without medical advice because you've no, had medical advice and you're going against. I'm it. making my decisions of the dangerous freedoms where I'm not going to let someone tell me how to live my life. Okay. With that, I would say, like, are you doing that? What's the end game there? Is it to, is it to, is it to make a point to the government? No. Because to me, I would say, like, what's no. more important? Is it making no, no. a point or is it? If is I it get it's an, if I get sick respecting the culture. If of, I get sick, I'm gonna do what I have to. But it's to not fix about that. it's not about you though. I think that's the thing. Right. Is you have to understand. It's, this is all about keeping at risk people from getting sick. Now I was supposed to have a closing argument. I guess I just there's uh, no argument there. It's it's a I shouldn't have gone into that to get down the weeds here. No, I, it's fine. We man. can't talk for another two hours because we could. I mean, we have a lot we could talk about. We could do it next time, Andy, for sure. So no, it's fine. Man. I just yeah. yeah, you know, I I think that well, the reason I'm bringing it up is because like. We're supposed to be individuals. If everybody's not looking at it as an individual basis, we're not going to fix this you, as a group. You said the herd thing. We're not going to fix this as a herd. You, it's not going to happen. You no, know, but that's that's. I don't know if that's what I said. I I think that that's the only way you fix it is because I think as a herd we make bad decisions, and like I'm not like I'm I I get like yeah me my like do I have any fear of shaking your hand? No, right. I don't. But it's like. I'm trying to – at some point you try to respect the culture of what's going on for a period of time. I do. Be- so I don't go out and try yes. to be around people on purpose. Okay, yeah. So but that, if somebody that, brushes my arm we're walking in a park, I'm not going to fucking go sanitize my arm. I would – I would agree <laughs> with that. I'm not saying you would have to that's do all, that. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's fine. Yeah. That's all fine. right, all right, all right. Yeah. Stop arguing, you two. All right. Steve, <laughs> closing thoughts. Well, first, thank you for having me on. You're more to, than welcome. To put things in perspective, you know, just on some closing optimism. In my last corporate world job, like I worked in China, India, Singapore, Japan. It's in the military in Iraq, Afghanistan, Kuwait, Qatar. So a lot of my time has been spent in third world, small parts of the, uh, you know, countries, third world. And so bringing that back to America, like I, when I see things here that are normally viewed as negative impacts, like I'm still filled with optimism around and so I, I hope that I, I still see us, and I agree that as far as an economical standpoint, we are on the hill down. Like we, the roller coaster is still going down, but that's so short-sighted. Like the long vision, I see, I'm seeing it going back up the hill, and that's what I'm focused on. And like, there's a lot of great opportunities. We talked about technology change. Just what about being self-sufficient as a country? You know, when the tariffs came out in 2018, a lot of independent businesses were erupting with rage because now we have these hardships of bringing business in from China on American businesses. But now we're in this point where we don't have masks and basic, if we were in world war three, like we wouldn't be able to be self-sufficient as a country entirely yet. So 
hey, we just got a quick spot check that there are things that we can be doing to maintain our independence as a country, especially as a country who the world leans on to maintain peace for the entire world. Like we, China had so much leverage on us. Think about the last two years. Have we finally shifted that back? How did it take I us mean, two hours to bring they, that up? They get, they get <laughs> 19% of like their GDP, world yeah. GDP went from what, two to 19% over yeah. like 10 years. Like it is amazing how much Americans didn't care because Amazon was so cheap and all these independent shippers bringing things into the country. Our GDP was negatively impacting us every single year. So now we got, we got it. We didn't have a huge crisis yet. We didn't have World War Three, but we had a little spot check to say, hey. Instead of somebody shaking us oh. to wake us up, they went, hey, hey, wake up. Yeah, now l- we get Look it. at these things yeah. are going on. Like, yeah. There's opportunities for us as a country to plan a little better, to bring in more U.S. manufacturing, to, to make sure we are self-sufficient, and that may cost us more money. That the value of the dollar doesn't necessarily correlate linear to the value of our freedom and independence and that could affect us long term. So short-sighted, we have a lot of issues we're working through. Big picture, I see optimism, and we're rolling back up the hill on the other side. And I tell you what, I think nothing but even all the negative things we're seeing today, I think those are positives. I see optimism because we're, we're getting people challenging, questioning, and thinking about important topics. Sounds good. Now, uh, one last final thing before we let you go here. Um, if your buddy called you up, someone, let's go sit at a bar. Oh, wait, shit, we can't. Let's grab a couple of beers, go back to your place, let's talk. What do I need to be doing now to, to get myself ahead in the future? And obviously, this is personal advice. This isn't financial advice. If you want financial advice, go see an actual professional. Let them pay for that, all that kind of good stuff. But if you were talking to your buddy, what would you be talking about right now? Manage your personal situation like a business. So I hear so many excuses and many are valid. We've all rooted from, well, I don't make enough money to make a difference. Well, when I told you earlier what the average salary of, you know, so a tradesman with 25 years skills makes an average about 75,000 in America. So it's 25 years in a skill, no college. He's become a great plumber, electrician, whatever it is, CNC operator, the average, like 80% of some degree of all millionaires are never made more than $75,000 a year. So it's about their lifestyle and the way they change and the way they manage things. So if you're only making $20,000 a year, yeah, that is difficult. But there are people like me and others that are helping individuals get skills, get trained. Like the first step may not be oh, I need to start saving a bunch of my paycheck. The first step may be, let's make some more money. I, I truly believe there's nobody in this world that doesn't have the opportunity to increase their capabilities. Now, they may balance that with priorities and lives and what they actually want to do. But McDonald's was not where we were meant to be for a full-time career. Like There are options for skilled training. Um, and I don't even know what kind of business Andy owns, but most of my clients own skilled type businesses and they hire people with no experience and bring them in. So what I would tell you, Hey, Jake, you know, you're looking at the situation. What can I do? How do we get to, if nothing else, creating a savings in your life? Is it $25? Is it $50? Is it a hundred dollars? Like get to a point eventually where we can get 10, 15% of your household income into a savings, generate an emergency savings, and then start cash flowing your investments. I personally, I make more money off of my own money than I do actually working for my money. And I'm a kid who was expelled from high school. Like 
I, I didn't have a good start and I messed up, but that's why my passion is trying to educate and help people. And I, I think that's the most important piece. If you don't understand or you don't care, find a friend who does, because there are so many people just that they want to help people like you and me to make sure that we're at least doing those things. If it's, if you're not taking advantage of your 401k, take advantage of it, get the match. Don't go any beyond that. Like seek out a way to save some money. So write down your expenses, write down your income and just start saving a dollar. I mean, if nothing else, save a dollar, put your money to work. It is, I love this example. My 12 year old son who, uh, he just wrote me a check last couple weeks ago for a thousand dollars. And he had another 750 sitting in his cash in his wallet. You know, he's out mowing yards, but we're talking about like, he knows he doesn't want to go to college. So he's starting to invest money. He's buying stocks at 12 years old. He's saving his money. So he's like, I'm learning how to make your money work hard for you will go such further in life than trying to work hard for your money. Sounds good. All right. Well, Steve, thank you very much for coming on. It was thank a you. pleasure. Nice Hopefully we we'll give you too much whiskey. <laughs> we all got a little too excited, but that's all right. Uh, boyos, always a pleasure. You overserved me, Matt. You're welcome. <laughs> Fucking bastion. You are so welcome, and so are the listeners. It brings out the conversation. That it did. All right. We will see you guys next time. That's good. All right. Well, that wraps up another awesome episode. I had a lot of fun on that one. I'll tell you what, hanging out, having a couple drinks and doing the podcast is a lot of fun. And I think I'm just missing going to the bars because normally that's what I do with my friends. Like, hey, let's just go hang out and bullshit and have a good time and have a couple of drinks. So I think that I'm just kind of missing the bar scene. So we're having a couple of drinks on the, the podcast. But guess what? It's fun. I'm enjoying it. Maybe we got Andrew a little bit too much whiskey, if that's even possible. But I had fun anyway. <laughs> so hopefully you guys did too. If you guys are still listening... Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I can't tell you how much your support means to me. I finally got off my lazy ass and I got the podcast up on a lot of different sites. So now we are up on Spotify, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, uh, you name it. I mean, chances are uh, if it's a major podcast platform, we're on it now. And if not... Let me know what that is, and we'll get on that as soon as I get the uh, Facebook page up and running when I stop being lazy the rest of the way. So, <laughs> progress. We're making progress. This is good. Uh, but anyway, please go out to wherever you're listening to this at and leave the show some five-star reviews so we can get bumped up in the rankings and help new people find the show. Please share it on social media. Talk to your friends or just tell them it's awful and they should listen to it just because it's horrendous and they can't believe you know, we're saying the awful things that we're even saying. If that's the case, I hope it's not. But if it is, I'm sorry. Kind of. Not really. I mean, we're allowed to have differences of opinion, right? So this is this is my opinion. This is what we do. We're just hanging out, bullshit, and having a good time. I'm sure I'm completely wrong on a lot of these things. And hopefully uh, someone will show me the data and I'm changing my mind for the better eventually. But until then, I'm just going <laughs> to keep saying the bullshit that I'm saying now. Anyway, I'll stop rambling. That's all we have time for this week. We'll see you guys next time on Uncensored Humanity.